0: 7 o'clock, do you know where your freedom is?
1: Welcome
2: to another edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick.
3: The internet. That's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Look
1: yeah, at that! Thank
0: you! God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed.
4: Hey, can you blame the red hen for not wanting to serve people who serve orange cocks? Seriously, welcome to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, the Tuesday edition, uh, broadcasting live on indiemediaweekly.com worldwide. And uh, <laughs> but yeah, series of red hens, orange cocks—you can't mix the two, right? So, Joe Santoris, Grand Pennsylvania, the Electric City, welcome back, sir.
3: Wait, what? <laughs> 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 oh my god.
4: <laughs> I am just saying you you can't blame the red hen for not wanting to serve somebody who serves orange cocks. Oh, so,
3: I, I I would have said orange pricks, but
4: well, that's the point. you know, hen's cocks, you know. I'm trying to yeah. stay in the in the in the Cockadoodle Doo family. Uh so <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> a rain from Four Freedoms Blog in Washington DC. Hello.
5: Oh, listen, Joe, Ken, don't get into a cockfight about Cluckabilly Sanders.
4: See? Oh, Cluckabilly. Oh, there you go. There you go. So, um, <laughs> all right. Yeah, today, there's some rough news today. Obviously, everybody with the uh, the Muslim ban, Trump's Muslim ban with a few, of course, the arbitrary countries thrown in there, you know, uh, uh, North Korea, Venezuela, and then, you know, the Supreme Court's like, it's totes not racist and it's good. It's great, um, but you know what? What do we expect from a stolen Supreme Court? You know, uh, this is uh, Mitch McConnell's legacy of thievery. Um, and uh, and by the way, Mitch, fight your own battles. Don't send your wife up against protesters. Oh, you yeah. little sniveling rat. Oh. So. What? Yeah. yeah, Mitch McConnell yeah. uh got confronted when he was getting into his uh his vehicle. So secret yeah. service was there, you know, a couple of secret service agents and uh his wife. Um and uh and they were like, you know, why are you splitting up families, uh, you know, uh to Mitch McConnell and and she's like, "Leave my husband alone." Leave my. "Leave, husband my, husband alone. leave my husband alone." And it's
5: that like, you noted know, noted immigrant Elaine Chao.
4: Yeah. Yes. Mhm. Oh i'm putting
3: wow. the link the link uh in the chat yeah <laughs> it's from ross story leave yeah. my turtle alone yeah while he cowered in the in
4: the limo almost gonna <laughs> slide under my he shell
5: stole that nomination from america he did it was over a year
4: All over lies.
5: a year that obama was still in office i'm still i'm trying to be cool i'm trying not to yell today Mm-hmm. i know it might not seem that way but
4: no It was over
5: a year, and he said that Obama was a sitting duck president. Yeah. That motherfucking piece of goddamn turtle dung.
4: Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I I like, you know.
6: uh, I like turtles.
4: uh, But I don't like that one. I don't like that one. So, anyway, um, for for the sanity of us and and everybody else listening tonight, we're going to try not to go too heavy into the the bad news and try not to go into fits of rage i i was telling rain and joe somehow earlier today i don't know what happened but i found like a little well i got a lip twitch for a while (laughs) my the center of my bottom lip was like twitching and i went over the mirror and i could see it (laughs) (laughs) it was like this little little divot kept you know it was like it was dimpling (laughs) and
5: sometimes that happens to my eye
4: yeah that happens in my eye too i i get eye twitches too but um i think this is just a weird little fluke but uh probably had too much caffeine or something like that um but uh i i got to this point where i was like I'm not gonna let this affect me. I'm not gonna let this wash over me and drown me with anger in in you know in misery because everybody deserves better from our show. You deserve better. Joe, Rain, everybody in the chat, you all deserve better from me. We need to, you know, I'm gonna try and be as upbeat and 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 positive as I can about all of the shit that's going on, but. You know we'll talk about some other things as we as we do the show you know i have something really uplifting okay
5: trump is gonna die eventually
4: (laughs) oh poor trump it's true it's true (laughs) so uh yeah so uh so he he gave one of his uh white nationalist rallies last night He went after, like, every late-night talk show host. (laughs) Because that's what... that's. Remember when Obama did that all the time? And when Bush did that all the time? And when Clinton did that all the time? And and nobody before Trump did it all the time? Um, Seriously? Late-night comedic talk show host. Bush got it so bad from late-night talk show hosts i mean clinton got it so bad obama got it pretty bad here and there but obama also had a sense of humor and didn't just slather on bullshit uh, upon bullshit upon bullshit you know um so uh, i just think it's hysterical that it's like uh, hey nice priorities dummy you know and then his uh His white nationalist followers also were were chanting, uh, uh, they they were outraged at the presence of Jim Acosta. Oh, yeah. Poor snowflakes. (coughs) He he told them.
3: They they were saying, go home, go home. He said, I'm staying right here. Yep.
5: (laughs) From what I understand, that was in a high school gym.
4: Oh. So, they were behaving less than high schoolers in the high school gym. Yes.
5: His his rally was in a high school gym, from what I understand. If anybody in the chat room tells me I'm wrong, I'm willing to take it. But I saw some of the pictures. It was a high school gym. And it wasn't even a big high school
1: gym. Mm-hmm.
4: So, yeah.
5: yay rallies.
4: Um yeah yeah big huge rallies huge huge in a high school auditorium oh my god um so uh yeah Are they should you know where they should have it
6: trump university go pricks
4: yeah um but uh yeah so so we, we got all kinds of stuff all kinds of stuff going on but i think i want to start with the a little a little bit of something because thankfully for for this show there's been a, a bit of a return to form for, for there's a bit of a renaissance here on Turn Up the Night. And that is <laughs> uh, that is uh, Glenn Beck everyone. <laughs> If you want to continue to discredit
0: me, you will only discredit yourself. You a little bitch! If I were an honest journalist, I'd def- officially uh, declare that we are all rodeo clowns. I could kiss you in the mouth. There. Would you like some more? Because if you want another helping, we'll give it to you. <laughs> How dare you! It's big boy time. How many people have I said let's kill with a shovel, huh? How many people have I said let's line them up and shoot them in the head? I think quite a few. Until they can get
4: their ass together. I'm sorry. Did I say ass? <laughs> Well, the love affair between Glenn Beck and CNN is over, everyone. <laughs> oh, that's too bad. Oh, 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 oh poor Glenn.
3: Oh. So, do they, do they give back the shower gifts, or what happens? I don't know. I, I, I think maybe. <laughs> because I, I went on the registry. I already sent them
4: oh so so basically what was this this whole conversation about was it was basically you know the the, the, the i think it was the incivility argument you right you know the, the how, how we need to start being nicer to the trump cult well they treat all of us like dog shit <laughs> they think we should be killed see my milo yannapolis saying that journalists should be gunned down in the street um, you know, and, uh, you know, but no, I, I've had death threat after death threat after death threat over in, you know, that place that I should never go. You yeah, will yeah. never
2: find the more wretched hive of scum and villainy.
4: I've had people try and dox a phone number for me again. It went up when I used to leave comments under my real name, they looked up my old landline and God knows who has that now. <laughs> Um but you know I I mean I, I the the Trump cultists are insane and they truly want to see anybody who speaks out against Trump either shipped out of the country or dead. That's a fact. That is an absolute 100% fact. Um yep. they they hate us. They hate us. And pff, there's no love coming from us to them. But I don't want to see a genocide. I don't want to see a bunch of people. I just want them to admit that Trump's a liar and admit that they follow a racist. So and they uh, they're permissive of a racist. So they, in turn, are racist. And again, white nationalists for the most part, because, um, you, you know, you I. I go to comment sections and stuff, and I'm like, you know, I said to one guy the other day, I pointed out, okay, so, you know, Trump's not a racist, yet he had the housing discrimination, he had the Central Park Five thing where he was taking out ads against five innocent boys um, of color, Uh, and he was, uh, you know, he was a birther, you know, what am I missing, I know there's other ones, the, uh, the, um, I don't know, I don't know. He's They're, a
5: racist. We he's don't a need racist.
4: excuses. I think we yeah. should just be able so to I say, put, like, I put f- is a racist. <laughs> yeah, I put five in there, and this guy refused to acknowledge me. He refused to, he's like, oh, if you had any facts in your statement, then I might respond, but you're just another lying lib. And it's like, no, I'm not. Everything I fucking said was true. Tell me he wasn't a birther. <laughs> and, I think that
5: his birtherism was probably his most egregious example of racism.
4: Yeah and you know and again he's never never apologized for any of that so and that's that's you know that's where we are but but anyway so yeah so glenn beck you know who now you know sports a maga hat on his talk show and 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 decided to flip just because of how the media reported on like one little story about trump and he said it's unfair well what the the ms13 comments calling them you know calling people animals you know it, but it's a pattern. It, it's a pattern of language, you know, th- that he uses. And it, it, it. so anyway, Glenn Beck goes on to um, to Brian Stelter's show over the weekend. And, you know, is trying to pass off this cockamamie idea that if we're just nice to the Trump cult, they'll be nice to us. Right. Because they're such pleasant fucking people. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, so uh, this is a long clip, but it's about three minutes long. I'll probably pause it halfway through, but uh, here we go.
7: The mainstream media is having a very hard time reaching Trump's base. That's a fact. We see that in all the polls. Yeah. Well,
0: then here's here's the deal, Brian. You all have my phone number. I've reached out to all of you in the past and said, let's have a conversation not on the air. You really want to understand? You want to hear the other why side? Why can't our viewers? Let's have a conversation where why everybody's you not our interested. our viewers right now? Because it's all about ratings. Because this is all about ratings. This isn't about ratings. This is about saving our country. Bringing oh. us together. Oh. Stop dividing us. I mean, you...
7: Oh. <laughs> I so, so, to be clear, you think you that I'm dividing the country... To, you think I'm dividing the country for ratings by booking you,
0: Brian? Stop driving! Look at what—look what you're doing! When did this become about you? This is about the media and the administration. He's That's
7: what you guys want to make the media? it into. If it was about okay? me, I would do so like a 10-minute commentary the, the, the way you used to. Yes. <laughs>
4: okay so that the oh, glenn beck got pissed he got so pissed right there he's like you know if i wanted to make it about me i'd do a 10 minute talk about it if i wanted to make it about me oh here we go you know what i think uh i think glenn beck is sharpening the chalkboard of his mind <laughs> for, for this next one yes yeah, so you can you can hear it you can hear it there's a the chalk um, but yeah, listen to the next one, Stelter does. What about
7: me? I get out of Blackboard the way you to about- I used to. <laughs> uh-huh.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, then maybe you should.
7: I, I mean, point is, I, <laughs> what you mean, is making it about me, I, I don't see how I've made it about me. I want to know It's how. not
0: about it. You just said. Never mind. Look, Brian, if you want to have a conversation, the media really wants to know. Great. We can have that conversation. But every time someone, every time I've approached, everybody always says yes. But as soon as it gets tough or uncomfortable, nobody's interested. Nobody's interested in looking at themselves and saying, what did I? Wait,
4: hold on a second. You're not supposed to make it about yourself. (laughs) <laughs> oh, damn it okay so here's what i want you to do i want you to make it about yourself don't make it about yourself but make it about yourself <laughs> so that that makes it that makes me think uh think of this uh and don't
2: forget to break some rules
4: <laughs> but don't break any rules yeah so <laughs> uh so don't make this about yourself but make it about yourself oh that's some of that fucking deep thought glenn beck shit that's a that's a, again return to farm mm-hmm. ladies and germs There. Deep state thought. <laughs> yeah and then and then this happened yeah oh this it, it's so rich it's so rich mm-hmm. because everybody knows Glenn Beck's company has been in trouble for a long time, right? And of course, he was he was he became a never trumper because I think at least at one point he was smart enough to realize that the country was more important than ratings for him, right?
5: At one point.
4: At one point, it's a
5: short point.
4: And then he and realized that yeah, it was it was a couple 20. years. It was a couple years. And, you know, and I was I, I was getting clips of him saying, yeah, right on. I can agree with you on something, finally. And then one day, he the, the media was mean to him, and he was like, that's it. I'm wearing a MAGA hat over this one tiny piece of shit story. Because the way the media treated Trump, it's so unfair. But never about how Trump treated women or anything like that. You know, that's, that's you know,
5: fine. I just got to say this really quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fact that he's saying what he's saying after you played your Glenn Beck montage.
4: Yes. Okay. Rich, 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 rich irony. Every one and, of
2: us don't
5: forget <laughs> that montage.
4: Yes. Rich, rich irony now. Now with our famous hot gravy. That's right. Hate gravy. <laughs> Damn it. So, um, so, you know, so his company's been flailing. He's been sued for, uh, you know, uh, character defamation by implicating a man who was innocent in the Boston, uh, uh, marathon bombing. Uh, you know, he tried to play nice for a while. Do have a little bit of kumbaya and say, "Yeah, that's right. Trump's awful. He's he's a piece of shit." But now, all of a sudden, Trump's not a piece of shit. Puts on the MAGA hat, goes on to tell Brian Stelter, "It's not about you, but it is about you, and it's about ratings." And now, Beck is a cheerleader for Trump, and you don't think that that is about ratings? It's always about ratings with right-wingers. It's always about ratings. So Stelter kind of puts two and two together here. And it's like, okay, well, you made it about you all the time. I'm not making it about me. You you know, Stelter's part of the media. So he was like, so are you saying that about me? And, you know, he's like, don't make it about yourself, but think about what you've done. (laughs) (laughs) And, and so Stelter, I mean, I think this would have been a disservice as a journalist if Stelter didn't end with this question about Beck's company.
0: I do. I know what I've done. I know what I've done.
4: Uh-huh. I've There's tried to make these, amends
0: yeah. and I've tried yes. to...
7: And we've talked about that before. You're, I, I completely agree with you. And we all do need yeah. to be more self-reflective i do have to ask you there's this new headline on the daily beast saying that your company's in trouble that you were trying to find a buyer is this related to the point about people not talking to each other that if you want to create that media company there's not interest what's what's going on with that wow
0: brian (laughs) thanks a lot i think that's the most ridiculous um question i've ever heard. I, I'm sitting here ready to talk to you about the detaining of children and parents and trying to break break families apart. Something that has been happening with Janet Reno. That's why it went what? to the Supreme Court in the first place. With Janet now? Reno, it's been happening. Right now? We want to stop it and you want to play those games. Have a nice day.
7: What game did I just play? So the question... On the Daily Beast website, the headline says, Glenn Beck's media empire is imploding. Again, that's the headline on the Daily Beast. It is well known that Glenn has been trying to sell the blaze. There was talk about a deal with the Daily Wire. According to the Daily Beast, that fell through. You can read the full story on the Beast website. Frankly, I thought Glenn deserved a chance to address those reports. I hope he'll come back and talk about it. I got good feelings. I got good feelings. I got good feelings.
4: Wow! <laughs> wait, wait! Don't sorry. come I back!
0: Stop! Nothing. I'm. Sorry. <laughs> I don't want to talk to you no more.
4: Yes. No. Nope. I was just...
5: kind of. I was kind of waiting for Glenn to go. Hey,
6: up, get off of my phone.
4: Get oh yeah. Off of my phone! <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but no, he should have said. Oh, stop! Uh,
3: don't come back.
4: Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> uh, uh poor Brian was... Stelzer.
5: Classic glass yeah, gaslighting. Right there.
4: Beautiful yeah. <laughs> man.
3: poor brian Stelzer. he was trying to have a decent conversation
4: he was trying to build bridges with the right way sure what happened there i mean you know that that's a a, that's a very if beck is going to go down that road of saying that the media is failing because you refuse (laughs) to understand other people and you're being divisive and you need to look at yourself Mm -hmm. He just gave Stelter all the criteria to ask him that question. Right. It would have been journalistic malpractice for him not to mention that.
3: (laughs) Yeah, it's all, it was, he's saying it's all about uh, self-inspection and, and, and looking inward and, and assessing yourself. And then he says, okay, then, and he goes, don't assess me.
4: Yeah, I love it. I love it too. This is happening under Janet Reno right now. <laughs> yeah,
5: well, if yeah. it's happening under Janet Reno, then that would mean that it's twelve feet under.
4: Yeah, because uh, rest yeah. her soul. At least rest seven. Her soul
3: and, well, either that or she's on a mantle
4: somewhere. I don't yeah, know. That could be. Um, but yeah. So uh, Kat says, "Wait." He says, "When he says it started with Janet Reno, is he trying to connect this to Elian Gonzalez?" Yes. I don't know.
5: Actually, yes. Actually, that is completely on point with that. Yep,
4: yep, yep. So yep. that's so exactly I, what
3: he's trying to do. I,
5: I just want to say, uh, uh, I'm going to say this with civility and respect.
3: Mm-hmm.
5: Um, fuck you, Glenn Beck. <laughs> Don't sit there and tell me I need to understand Trump supporters. I understand them, and fuck you, Glenn Beck. Yeah and that's my biggest problem this week aside from the bigger problems but fuck you glenn beck fuck you everybody who tells me to be civil to nazis there you
4: and, go and don't forget him talking about ted cruz's velvet hand too i want ted yeah. cruz because i believe
0: we are going to face tough times and we may go into martial law and i want somebody that will take that and with a velvet hand Put, put uprisings down if we have them and then let the hand off
4: <laughs> Glenn your love for your love for Ted Cruz should know more bounds <laughs> don't
5: persecute it don't persecute it uh,
4: I know um, here I actually I, I have this uh, I
0: a, a velvet hand. <laughs> uh,
4: <laughs> it's fun going back to look at glenn beck edits that i have from uh across the years so oh glenn also i'd like you to take your own advice from a while ago i highly recommend run from the republican party yeah he's back <laughs>
3: <laughs> he ran in a circle
4: uh, He did. A very tiny little circle with his head on a baseball bat. <laughs> he got dizzy and fell down.
3: <laughs>
4: oh, man. Um, Glenn,
3: we hardly missed you.
4: <laughs> no, yeah,
0: exactly. There's no reason to call me a kook or anything. Else. Whatever. Fine. I don't want to be this guy.
4: <laughs> You're not. such a
5: charlatan and a sellout and a phony he is a carnival barker
4: yeah yeah what's that old andy griffith movie um, where oh man he, he played uh, dusty roads was that the name of the character um oh man it was um a face in the crowd oh uh that movie uh, is like a perfect, uh, like you know, I, I watched it a long time. It's from 1957, um, and uh, it, it basically uh, it says the the description from IMDb is an Arkansas drifter becomes an overnight media sensation, and uh, Lonesome Roads. It's it's the rise of a raucous hayseed named Lonesome Roads, and that that could have that could be the Glenn Beck story. I recommend that movie to everyone, everyone, a face in the crowd. Uh, Wow! it stands the test of time. Um, and, uh, yeah, I feel, I get get so
5: irritated when I hear him saying, we need to be more civil when this is the guy who literally on air pretended to poison Nancy Pelosi. Mm
1: -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And I
5: know that's not the most egregious thing he did. I wish it was. (laughs) But he literally was like, oh, Nancy, take this poison wine. D- d- he's talking about civility? Yeah. That motherfucker is talking about civility and how we should be better to Trump supporters? Yeah. I- I've got a lot of Fs tonight. I'm just going to put that out there. Mm-hmm. Fuck him. Fuck the Trump supporters. Fuck everybody who tells me I need to be civil. I'm done. I'm done.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... You no longer are out of fucks to give.
5: No, I got I got a I got a bag full of fucks right <laughs> got here, a Joe.
3: Joe basketful.
1: Got,
3: got a basketful. No,
5: it, I got to tell you something, Joe. I know sometimes you're in my basement,
1: mm-hmm.
3: but
5: where you usually stay, that's mm-hmm. where the fucks are. It's, it's filled. I'm sorry, I know,
3: but I, I know I'm suffocating down here.
5: Well, um, you could take some of those fucks, me. Yeah, them.
4: you know what I'm saying
3: uh, down here. What the fuck?
4: Yeah. Uh, I want. I want to play this because uh, uh, you know. Okay, he, he says. You know. Um, oh wait a second. I've got a couple ones that I want to play from Glenn back here. Uh, this is. Um, what does he say here? He says something about an o- Obama il- illegitimate love child. Has the president made a statement on this? Did he? Oh yeah, yeah. Did he come out and say that if I had an illegitimate love child with a white woman.
0: He might have looked like Chris Lane.
4: Oh, oh, yeah. That was, uh, I don't remember the context of that. But yeah, it's like, really? That wasn't Beck. That was one of his uh, asshole guys. But they they said this about uh, Michelle Obama. So
0: this woman's Enraged. a monster. She's a, she is Lady Macbeth. Think she is a home. frightening woman.
3: Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <clears throat> yeah, she has that garden. Wow. Yeah.
4: yeah. God
3: knows what she's burying back there.
4: Oh God forbid! Heaven's to Maybe Betsy. Maybe Vince
3: Foster. She and planted foxglove
5: and made tea and killed people.
3: <laughs> she killed Vince Foster again. Oh uh-huh. yeah, back on and Mars. And buried him. On yeah, Mars. back on Mars. She went to Mars, killed him again, buried him in that garden. Yeah. But we
5: should be civil, right?
3: Yeah, we should. We be
5: should.
1: Nice
5: oh, yeah. You I know. just want to get this right. So they get to say all that stuff. I'm I'm sorry, guys. I'm really pissed about this. They have gotten a chance to say all that shit Mm -hmm. for decades. Preach it. And we are not supposed to say, or we're supposed to say, yeah, the Red Hen probably shouldn't have asked Sarah Sanders to, to leave. Fuck you all. I'm really pissed about this
4: Yep. I got it. I got advice. I got advice from Glenn Beck. Some actual good advice, um, and um, I think I think we should take it. Okay. Yeah, I, I just have to tell you this.
0: <clears throat> I don't believe I speak by commandment. Stop listening to the liars.
4: Done and done. <laughs> <laughs> so <clears throat> that's a little edit I did there. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So yeah. Stop listening to the liars, and Glenn Beck, I think, is one of them. You know. Yes, I'm sick of hearing liberals,
3: even friends of mine, saying, "Well, you know, this there's going to be backlash, and well, this is going to backfire." Oop. Oop. Oh, and, I mean, and you know, and I say, wait a minute." When he says it, it doesn't backfire.
1: Mm-hmm. His yeah. poll
3: numbers go right. Mm-hmm. He's fine. He's aggressive. He's this and that. A liberal does something or takes a stand, like at the right hand. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, oh, we're pearl clutching. Oh, that's a bad look for Democrats. Fuck you. You know yeah. what? If you come at me with a gun and I have a gun, I'm going to try to shoot you first. You know, and fuck the rest. Mm. And fuck them. I am sick and tired of having to listen to bullies pound us on the head and then say, well, we just turned the other cheek because we have to take the high ground. That's not how you win. Yeah. Or
4: and we're at war um here's one last thing i want to play from glenn beck um because uh glenn um i wonder if you uh you remember this condescending little remark remember when trump would go it's called we have a country it's called we have a country you know about border security or you know whatever um this is uh, this is how Glenn Beck responded to that back in the day. I wonder if he'd be mad if he heard himself say it now. Well, it's called we have a country.
0: <laughs> okay, sweetheart. What? Okay, sweetheart. Okay, I no, I get that. I get we have a country.
4: Yeah. Okay, sweetheart. Okay, I get it. I get that we have a country. You know, I mean, it, it, really, that that that's um, all right. So we shouldn't do what you did anymore. Do as I say, not as I do. Is that right? Fuck you, Beck. You hunk, big dumb hunk of shit. So, He's a
5: feckless country-hater.
4: <laughs> country-loving music lady. <laughs> um, Siri, where is it? I can't find it. Anyway, oh, here it is. Here, I know, I know we're
5: going to talk about this I've got a
4: country-music-loving lady. Anyway. See? See? Yeah, there it is. All right, yeah, we're, we're we're running long, but yeah, we're gonna we're gonna talk about other stuff. What were you gonna say though, Rain?
5: I I just when I know we're gonna have a guest in hour three.
4: Yes, Clinster will be here looking, in hour three.
5: I'm looking forward to talking about this because I got to tell you something, man. This one has got me really riled up. This whole civility thing. I, I mm-hmm. am. I, I know you didn't want to make the whole show about this, Ken. No, but it I doesn't matter. I am so entirely fucking pissed about being. Finger wagged by even Mm -hmm. even my favorite local my favorite newspaper is the Washington Post. Yeah, and um, you know fuck the editorial board right now.
4: That's what I said. Yep, you're right. Exactly. So and I uh,
5: you know yeah I I want to I'll talk about it after the
4: yes okay that's all right yeah but it's it is break time, uh and we're gonna go to it and when we come back we're probably gonna talk a little bit about the. The Muslim ban, Trump's uh, racist Muslim ban that the the Supreme Court uh, has um, deigned to uh, be legal, which is uh, fucking bullshit. Um, And uh, yeah, we're going to go ahead and hit the break. We've got um, local evening news live on WRUW from Harewolf coming up for you um, from way back in the day with the late, great Derek Poindexter uh, on bass guitar. But yeah, we'll be right back with uh, lots more Turn Up the Night right after this. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Occasionally I get a jerk like you here, so thank you. (laughs) KennyPick.com This next song is called Local Evening News. It's about TV. (laughs) It's on the TV. Sunday, come on down to Southern Progressive Revival to hear the best and worst of Southern politics once again. We've got all brand new episodes for the low, low price of 100% free and tons of extras, including guests, rants, and flustered hosts and co hosts. Think your credit ain't good enough? We don't care. Think you don't have nothing to hear since you ain't from the South? Well, that ain't right. You reckon that Yankee pick feller's got more class than us? Well, that might be true. But let's do this. Come listen to Southern Progressive Revival live every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial radio. All the power without the tower. Come now, and we'll throw in a free pine tree air freshener. Wow.
2: This is Adam Hebert. On every episode of Mike Check Radio, me and my co hosts are not only committed to telling you about the latest political news, but also about the latest nerd news as well. Whether it's the latest scientific discovery, the new season of anime, the ending of a cherished manga, or the latest in comics, television, or movies, my show is guaranteed to bring you something that will make your inner nerd go squee! So be sure to tune in to Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert, live every Saturday night, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern, only on Indie Media Weekly. IndieMediaWeekly.com. Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower.
10: Friends, here's some exciting news.
6: Everybody, I know you can believe in yourself. If you believe in yourself, you will know how to...
3: Turn up the night with Kenny Pick.
1: Up, everybody. We're walking
4: Hi, this is Kenny Pick, and be sure to listen to my music program, The Night Show. Night Show. Every Friday from 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. The Night Show features a broad selection of eclectic music from my personal library, as well as your requests. So be sure to visit IndieMediaWeekly.com and find the tab for The Night Show. Join the chat and submit your requests every Friday from 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. Eastern on The Night Show. The Night Show. Only on Indie Media Weekly. IndieMediaWeekly.com for those who did. This is Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial radio. All the power without the tower.
2: This is Stephanie Miller. You're listening to Turn Up The Night with Kenny
0: Pick. Great Scott. What is that? It's really weird, but it's also the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole life. It's terrible, by the way, totally overproduced. The first known instance of a man who was killed because he had lousy ratings. Oh my god, they killed Kenny. You
2: bastard.
0: And worse. It's showtime.
4: Well, that was an unusually long break for good reason. <laughs> the server went down, but uh we're back now. Uh so yeah, uh just if if you're listening and people are still having a hard time connecting um, because the, the server was hung um, <laughs> like a horse no? <laughs> um, because the server got hung up um, just have uh, your buddies out there in the chat just tell them to uh, close the, just close the whole browser tab that had tune in or whatever and reopen it and it'll be back so uh, my apologies uh, for that uh, that is just that's a server issue it happens from time to time I have no control over that, but, uh, but we're back. We're back. The whole thing's recorded. You can hear all those excellent, uh, that super long break, um, uh, in the podcast. So anyway, welcome back. Uh, Joe of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the electric city. Hello.
3: The Italian
4: stallion. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> so, and, uh, rain from four freedoms <laughs> <stopped> blog. <laughs> yeah. No, sure. There you go. And, so- uh, so Rain yes, from 4Freedom's blog in Washington, yes. D.C., welcome.
5: I'm here. I'm here. Um, I I know that a lot of polls are closing, but if you still have time, we got, we got primaries in Utah, Maryland, Colorado, Oklahoma, Mississippi, and South Carolina. And if you're in Maryland, if you're in Maryland, make sure, <clears throat> if you can't vote, get your provisional ballots, because Maryland kind of fucked up a little bit. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't want to make it a big thing because that's not our wheelhouse here. But, um, yeah, there there were some problems with uh, the voting system there in Maryland. Um, so get provisional ballots. Get it out there. Make sure that your provisional ballots are counted after the polls are closed. And go Maryland because that's that's like one of our biggest blue states, right?
4: Mm, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, and I'm, I'm sorry to hear that they're, they're having these issues. Uh, I'm sure, um, if you want to learn more about this, I wouldn't doubt that, uh, the latest Brad, uh, Bradcast, or at the very least the Brad blog probably has a write-up on it. Uh, if you want yeah, to know exactly Yeah, I, I just what's was reading on.
5: something, I was reading something from the Baltimore Sun, because I first learned about this from Washington Post, who I deeply disagree with about their civility discussion, but I still love them. Um there is at least one polling center that's going to be opened up later because they couldn't get their shit together
4: well that's something
5: and i i'm kind of irritated about this because you know trump and his administration is not doing anything to make sure that we can have legitimate elections mm-hmm so oh,
4: absolutely absolutely So, uh, looks like everybody's back, uh, with us listening. I just checked out, uh, looks like everybody's, uh, everybody's back. So hopefully, uh, hopefully that doesn't happen again. Thanks live web DJ or whatever service that is. I use that I forget about, (laughs) um, but, uh, stream license no, not stream licensing. Um, I forget what the hell it's called. There's a third thing. I don't remember but anyway um yeah so let's talk a little bit about um uh i i want to play i I have some audio here but i about the um muslim ban uh but in i had some stuff with keith ellison but i think i'm going to skip that because this what steve schmidt said today about this you know i'd rather hear what a republican has to say honestly and this is of course with nicole wallace on msnbc today and um, yes, Trump's uh, miserable Muslim ban that's thinly veiled as being for national security because they slapped on North Korea and uh, Venezuela, right? All the other countries, um, maj- Muslim majority countries. Um, and what what Steve Schmidt said was very, very smart. Schmidt was smart um, about. <laughs> what uh, you know what what this means what this you know the the supreme court up upholding the travel ban and and i know there this isn't this is bad right but it's not it's not as bad as the first draft could have been and it's not as bad because it can be if, if it turns out there's discrimination down the road you know the this decision can be appealed from what i understand yeah. It's not completely closed up. It's not good news, but it's not. It's
5: not the worst ever. Yeah. So this is where we are, right, Ken and Joe? Yeah. It's not yes. good news, but, you know, it's not bedrock.
3: No. Well, I think Roberts and uh, Kennedy try to, hmm, you know, back out of the fact that they voted with the conservative majority. Because if you read their their opinions, Roberts, I think, wrote the majority opinion. Uh, he sort of tries to backtrack and say, well, you know, this is like not affirming what he said on Twitter, you know, sort of thing. But we're just looking at the law here. We're looking at the presidency, not the president. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and I'm not at all defending that <laughs> I'm just saying even they were I think Roberts and Kennedy were embarrassed to vote like that Yeah. you know
5: what I I sort of felt like because I did read into this this afternoon
1: mm-hmm. and I
5: put my murder fist down and I told I told um, Ken and Joe that I took a nap because yeah. my brain was just but I, when I read that stuff it, it felt like Okay, I'm going to vote this way, but can you please not doing do it again? Yeah. And it it seemed an mm-hmm. awful lot like, you know, the the um the the Bush, the Bush, you know, when 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 the Supreme Court said we're going to stop counting things. And the Supreme Court said we're going to stop counting the Bush and Gore votes and this is a one-off. Mhm. I I sort of felt that this was very similar to that.
1: Mm,
5: I can see that. And it it just it was Mm. like, No, you're the Supreme Court of the United States. You don't get to sit back and say, All right, I really didn't want to vote this way. So I'm just telling you I'm a little wishy-washy, but I'm gonna vote with my my, you know, ideologically aligned partners, but can we not do this again? And that's exactly what happened in two thousand and one. And look at this it happened again,
3: yeah, well, I hope
5: that makes sense.
4: Mm-hmm. yeah
3: I, 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 w- welcome to Dred Scott.
4: you know what I mean yeah yeah, yes, well, let's let's get to what Steve Schmidt had to say because uh, again, Schmidt was smart, um, and um and listen to whose wish fulfillment this truly is this uh this Muslim ban
6: We started with this idea of the Trump doctrine coming into focus. I mean, th- you cannot separate. The policy that's been carried out at the border that resulted in the separation of 2,300 children from their parents from the president's celebration, uh, from what Steve Bannon described uh, in an unprompted response to reporters, yourself included, I think, as um, travel ban vindication, big deal for his psyche, reinforces his instincts are right and the haters are wrong. This isn't even for the president about a policy victory. This is about the health of his psyche.
4: I want to pause it right there. Of course it is. That's what everything is about. That's what everything is about. That's why when you saw what happened with, with you know, Roseanne's show comes out. It's a show that it has one person on it who who likes Trump. And it's like, yeah, this is a show for us. This is a show for me. It's for, you know, look at me. This is about me. Budweiser changed their name to America Beer. That's about me. That's about me. I was born on Flag Day. I hug a flag. Yay. It's about me. It's about me. You know, it's it's about his psyche. It's about his ego. It's about his thin skin, um, thin skinnedness, <laughs> um, wow. you know, and, and you know, and, and that's that's really that's all every every victory, no matter how small or petty or or ugly or nasty it is, it's only a, a, a it's just about pleasing Trump's ego. And Steve, that was Steve Bannon saying that. It's going to do great for his psyche.
5: This is amazing. All right, I didn't hear all this. Because I was yeah. napping, and it was a beautiful nap. It,
4: that's fine. That's good. I was, in, mm-hmm, I was know. in a
5: field of wildflowers and soft, soft grass.
4: <laughs> I had a dream I killed a rat the other day. Um, oh, so, okay. Well, my <laughs> with, dream was a little different. So you, you were you were at the White House <laughs> with a window. A rat was climbing in the window, and I crushed its head with the window. Um, so. do, you, do you think? <laughs> What's that Jesus. all about? Congratulations. <laughs> I have it a was, question for you guys. It's gross.
5: Do you think do you think that the conservative members of the Supreme Court are ruling based on Trump's psyche?
3: Um I think they're falling in line
4: politically. I think some of them are i think that because i think trump's psyche is also the same psyche as a lot of other conservatives so you know their their ego to to be relevant to to be right to be important you know so i think clarence thomas for sure for sure oh you know there's yeah no doubt not a doubt at all okay. you know yeah. um because you know i mean look you know the, the, the trump and clarence thomas might as well have been the same person you know because they were both well, accused trump of doing not have that they're doing thomas uh, is black. well yeah that's true um okay. so but uh, but you know i mean but you know situation wise you know they 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 both like you know oh he said it's a high-tech lynching trump says it's a witch hunt you know, um, yeah. both had female accusers being gross and nasty, and Republicans just rolled over for it. You know, so uh, party of your family values my ass. Mm. Anyway, okay. uh, let's get to what Steve Schmidt says here, though, in response to Nicole Wallace.
11: Well, you know, I'm thinking about um, former Special Agent of the FBI, Ali Soufan. Uh, Ali Soufan um, with John O'Neill came very 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 close to disrupting the attacks on 9-11 uh... he was a lebanese immigrant and a and a muslim is america better off with ali soufan here i would argue he is and so today was a fantastic fulfillment of osama bin laden's vision by Donald J. Trump. What Osama bin Laden hoped to provoke was a war of civilization, a war between the West. And one billion Muslims. And so, what Donald Trump and this Muslim ban signal to the world is that Muslims are not welcome here. That this is, whether the conservative justices say that in fact this is about executive power, the president's clear intent was to impose a religious test. And that is as fundamentally un American as anything that he's done over the course of this presidency the only force in the world that has the power to defeat extremist islamic radicalism is moderate islam and moderate islam was dealt a Big setback today by this short-sighted, dangerous policy that, again, abrogates all the fine traditions of our country from freedom of religion to welcoming the renewal of the country's lifeblood with immigration.
4: And here's the problem. Here's the rub. Uh, Steve Schmidt is a decent person. He's no longer a Republican. Good for him. Uh, But here's the problem. Is nobody who supports Trump... I would say maybe 80%, 85% of the people who support Trump or, you know, uh, some, because there are some people who are out there supporting him superficially just because they want the win. I think like Mitch McConnell's, Paul Ryan, things like that. Um, but the, the 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 problem here is they don't believe that there's moderate Islam. And that's the, truly truly ugly aspect of this now i will go on record as saying you know as an atheist i think it's all a bunch of hokum and i think that you know all that all the uh, abrahamic religions um inherently are bad for women and children um and there's justification for just about every horrible act humans do in in those texts slavery murder um you know they and, and you know, but I, I look at them all the same for the most part is, and, and I'm not talking about, and I'm not talking about moderates here, right? I'm not talking about moderates. I'm not talking about our good, you know, liberal Christian friends or our good, you know, when I say liberal, I want to say people who don't want to impose their religion on others, because when you get into conservatism, evangelicals and the, you know, Taliban, not that much different, really not that much different you know oh okay white
5: evangelicals
4: yeah white evangelicals exactly because
5: i know i know that the reverend barber is doing some really really good things with the poor people's campaign
4: exactly i just wanted
5: to put that out there
4: yeah and they're, they're in in i'll tell you what in the reason why i respect uh, the the more moderate or liberal people of faith is because they respect me they're they aren't the ones yeah. you know when i was in high school and somebody yeah. this, this really uh, pious girl i went to high school with found out that i was an atheist she walked up to me and she's like i heard you you don't believe in god and i said no i don't and she says well when you're burning in hell come back and tell me what it's like and i was like okay <laughs> <laughs> i said i'd have to believe in that too you know she was so mad jamie hawkins <laughs> i'm gonna <Wow>. find you <laughs> jamie hawkins said that to me her, her grandma had really jamie good candy at halloween still
5: alive?
4: probably i want you know jamie
5: you you really made a mistake jamie
4: <laughs> but you know I, I mean that that's where i am it, it's like you know you have to it, it, as an atheist you have to try and reach out to people who are reasonable that are of faith because there's more of us there's more of them than there are of me you know and in if i just don't want to get along with anybody in society then yeah i'll become an, you know what, what is referred to as an evangelical atheist i used to be one and again i heard our good friend zelda's feelings one time when i said something about the catholic church and i was like i don't want to be that guy i don't want to be that guy but you know i mean but, but the supernatural aspects to all all religions i don't believe in it and i don't fault anybody for believing in it and I, if I, if that is hurtful by saying supernatural all that means is beyond nature. That's all that means, you know? Yeah. A- and, um, you know, it goes beyond religion though. Yeah.
5: Right. I, I, it goes beyond religion. I, I don't want everything to be drawn down to whether you yeah. believe in God or you do not believe in exactly. God. Exactly. This is you true civility in, in the Dems or you do not believe, or, you know, you know, I'm a Dem and I'm a Republican. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it just, it comes,
4: I don't know, I don't even... This is, Kenny, the, the, just this is this amazing, true can- civility. This is true civility, and this is true decency. This is being moral. This is being decent. This is being Morality. a good person. Yeah, absolutely.
5: Morality is a really big thing to me. When when you have people supporting kids being locked up in cages, for fuck's sakes, that's not moral. That's not religious. That's not, you know, Dem or, or even Republican. You... I, how do you support children regardless of your country being locked up in cages yeah when you, I'm yelling, I'm sorry, when you
4: when you I'm have, when you have when you support somebody who says the things about women that trump has said which i've threatened to beat people for mm-hmm. saying you know that's a problem and when you're defending it you're saying it's locker room talk you know whatever well,
2: it's not locker room talk
4: no no i mean that's it's, that's a that's a punchable offense I'm sorry, Billy Bush. You should have punched him in the neck. (laughs) And it didn't happen. Um, But anyway, we we do have to go to the break. And and I promise on this next hour, for the most part, we're going to go politics free because we're going to talk about the red hen stuff. And I'm not going to go with all the audio that I had. Let's just talk about some stuff that we're all doing that we're all up to. I'll do open phones for the entire next hour. If you want to call and talk about something, you know, get something off your chest, whatever. Whatever um so let's do that if you want to call in call in next hour i'll give the number out when we come back um but joe did you want to give your your final thought on this uh before we go to break fuck civility <laughs> that's about <laughs> it well i i know uh, here's the thing civility is a two-way street once yes. once once trump in his cult apologize for their incivility then we can start but Trump will never apologize for anything, so he's irredeemable. Sorry. I
5: have something to say after we come back from the break about civility and Trump and us. I've been thinking what? about it and I really want to say this after the break.
4: Why don't you say it now because I want to, I really want to try and avoid, you know, talking about this stuff when we come back. Cuz people are having a hard time tonight and I want to try and give them a little something.
5: The thing I want to say is that you know what, when you look and we have all been marinating in this stuff, when you look at Trump you know, he 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 mocked a, a disabled reporter. We know about all this incivility from their side. It's mean. It's racist. It's cruel. It's demeaning. Mm-hmm. Our side, our side. When we're in, we're when we're accused of being uncivil, we're not racist. We're not exclusionary. We are basically saying these are our morals, and we're standing behind our morals. And damn it. I'm going to stand behind what I find moral, and that's treating people the way they deserve to be treated, and when they don't act right, you don't get to be a part of my life circle. And that, if if that's considered uncivil, then go away. Go away. I'm not going to sit on the side Mm -hmm. of their incivility.
4: I saw you know, a post I, I, I saw think... a post on somebody's Facebook page uh, the I hope other day that makes sense. yeah I, think... I saw a post on Facebook the other day uh, that, that kind of speaks to what you're saying um, somebody that I know posted something to the effect of when when you meet somebody that feels like you're standing in the sunshine stay close to them nice so something along those lines when you meet somebody and it feels like you're standing in sunshine stay close to them. So there's, that's. There's
5: a difference. There's a difference between, between, oh, see this. It's really been bothering me. There is a really big difference between you know as John John Lewis says. I'm gonna cause good trouble. Yeah. And John Lewis is he's a fucking civil rights icon, who yeah. does not accept incivility. He fights against this stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm really really tired of. Of the media at this point, trying to make both trying to say both sides are the same. It's not. It's not. Sarah Cluckabilly Sanders.
4: And we're going to talk about we're going to we're going to talk yeah, about her I, I with we, with Clinton. I know we are,
5: but you know I don't want to be told that we're being in, uncivil because you know she got tossed out of a restaurant because somebody went into a restaurant against um that you know the DHS secretary and and no no This is protest. This is the most American thing you can do. Yep. That's not uncivil.
10: I
4: agree. uh, I'm,
5: I'm
4: sorry. I know. I know. It it means a lot to you, but we gotta. I'm serious. We we're gonna we're gonna. You know, if somebody wants to call in and talk about this stuff, we can talk about it more. But honestly, I want to talk. Just try and talk about some other stuff, just off the top of my head when we come back. No, I'm sorry. It's all right. No apologies necessary. you know, like I said, do it now, and we'll, we'll pick up on it when Clinster's on. Uh, but let's let's talk about summer projects when we come back, everybody. <laughs> so, uh, all right. We'll be right back with uh, lots more. Turn up the night with me, Rain, and Joe right after this. And your calls. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick.
0: So new and different, it won first prize at the International Inventors
4: Exposition. KennyPick.com. Gems from the new wave of British heavy metal, some guilty pleasures in the form of 80s hair metal, and rock and metal from around the globe. Gods and monsters. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly.
11: And now, on with the show. You're right, Scoob. We're dealing with one sick son of a bitch.
1: Welcome
2: to another edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick.
3: Holy mackerel. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yes! Who
1: said that? Thank
0: you!
3: God bless the
0: internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed.
4: Welcome back to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, the Tuesday edition broadcasting live on indiemediaweekly.com worldwide. And, of course, joining me, as always, on the program, Rain from Four Freedoms blog in Washington, D.C. Hello.
5: Hi. I'm just going to calm down.
4: <laughs> uh, and, of course, uh, Joe Santorza's Grand Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Welcome back, sir.
3: I will never calm down. I know. I know. You, you two are a, a wily
4: bunch so uh, <laughs> yes we're
3: rain and i have been wound up all week
4: i know possibility. i know And and I, I yeah i know i know and it, it's uh it, it's tough it's tough but um but I, right now i do uh, we'll open the phones if anybody wants to call in early um and if you if you don't if you want to just talk about anything please do we don't have to talk about the news for this hour or 50 minutes <laughs> um but, but can I uh, ask if, if they do call in to be civil <laughs> you don't have to be civil, um, but I know you will be unless you're a Trump cultist. Uh, but the number to call you is three three.
5: Civil motherfucker. Yeah.
4: the The number to call is three three zero five three six fourteen sixty six or three three zero Ken. The number one goo. Um, and um, speaking of goo. I don't have anything about goo but i do have something about summer projects everyone um in case uh it, it, it just so everybody knows it's a very exciting time for susan and i right now because well not only are we celebrating our 20th wedding anniversary in under um two weeks yay um Congratulations. july 10th well just about two weeks july 10th is our our anniversary and we're having our anniversary party on the 21st at house of blues in cleveland it's very exciting um and uh rain and bobber will be there that's very exciting um and a bunch of other uh folks in our lives um and uh but we're also we're building a new garage and i know i've mentioned this a little bit but i want to tell everybody a little bit in detail about what this garage is going to be like um that where it's going to be a a slightly because our garage right now is a piece of
11: shit
4: <laughs> it is such a, i mean we don't keep anything of value in it because it leaks so bad it literally has a moon roof in it <laughs> um so that meaning a giant hole uh but we 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 have <laughs> it has a huge hole in the roof just an enormous hole in the roof um and god knows what's living in there at this point because you know i'm scared um probably just squirrels going in and collecting the acorns that fall through the hole um but uh and probably lots of spiders but we're we're getting it demolished soon and also we we have two big trees in our yard uh we have an oak and a maple that um the oak is closest to the house the maple's right behind it we're getting them drastically trimmed back um and Plus, I'm going to have a lot of firewood after that for my fire pit. It's going to be good. Uh, but, you know, they're going to trim up the trees. Uh, I think the 16th of July is when they're trimming the trees. And then after that, um, the, uh, we have an electrician. Actually, it might be before then. We have an electrician coming in to put a new box in uh, in the house because we have to have two dedicated lines for the, the garage. And he's going to run a, a put in a big enough box that we'll be able to actually connect the outlets that I installed into the attic, um, and uh, you know so so that that's a that's a big thing there. But the garage itself, uh, I forget exactly the dimensions of it, but it's a slightly bigger than a one and a half car garage, and um, it's going to have a six foot patio on uh, the one side, and I think it's called a the roof that's gonna be on it is called I believe a cantilever roof and the roof will extend over the the Sun the over the patio and turn off your radio Uh so but the the roof will extend over the patio without support beams which is really exciting so you're just gonna have this giant roof over the patio then and, and uh i think it's cantilever cantilever conilever something like that uh but basically it has this like web frame that is like a big w and as long as the 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 lower peak of of the one side of the w lands on the bearing wall the roof can extend out pretty far so we're gonna have this six foot roof with no beams for it and it's gonna look so cool i'll we'll have a man door and a window and uh, I'll tell more as we go, but there will be pictures uh, once this sucker's done, and it should be done mid August. So it's a big summer for us. It's a big summer. So, Francie Pants is on the line. Hi, Francie. Fuck Trump. Sure, you know. <laughs> we'll, we'll give you. We'll...
6: Hey, Trump. I, 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 I understand the wound, wound it upness. I have to stay calm for my health. Or I'm going to be in the friggin' hospital, so i got to just
4: breathe. Well, hey, I, I take... I've been,
6: hold, I've been holding my breath.
4: I take uh, br- uh, high blood pressure medicine. I want it to work, oh. <laughs> you know. I'm so. not,
6: on that. my husband is, but I'm on a boatload of other, other things.
4: Mm-hmm. Well, um, and you don't want to end I, up on I, it.
6: I just have to shut it off, you know. I, I yeah. can't, I just can't do it. And oh, uh, you know, I just can't do it. Yeah. The, the last straw for me was was this whole thing with the children. You know, separating the families and yeah. everything. That was the last straw.
4: Well, do you want to do you want to tell us about something else that's going on with you right now? Because we all have lives. There's things going on that are underreported, like my garage yeah, and patio. Um,
6: well, I may, I may, if I feel well, I may go to a um, a march on Saturday. I can't make it to D.C., but I'll certainly... Mm-hmm. They have a couple of things going on here in Delaware. Yeah, I may go... You know, I may make a sign and just, you know, go show up somewhere.
4: Cool.
1: <sighs>
6: and be
5: with, um, people, be with people who are your people. That's important. Yeah.
6: Yeah, and I liked what you said about being around a, somebody who, who, who you know, is positive or lights you know lights you up or whatever that's yeah. what I'm trying to do too. surround myself with positive, hopeful people, you know yeah so that helps
4: yeah, you know and, you, um th-
6: as far as what's going on in the summer
4: <laughs> not <do tell>. much. <laughs> no well, projects that, that's Just good
6: trying to stay healthy, you know um
4: no gardening or anything I, like that?
6: that Oh, that's my husband's thing when he well he's been working every Saturday. Uh, for the for the
1: tourists.
6: Yeah. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, good times. But when he, <laughs> he's been planting things he, the lawn is all um clover. Clover the clover. It hasn't been mowed in a while.
4: Hey, I'll tell you what <laughs> it if it's lonely. if it's green I'm, and low to the ground if it's green and low to the ground I don't care what the fuck it is. You know?
6: Oh I don't either anymore. I mean I we got kind of a wild lawn. Mm-hmm. neighbors don't like it. You know, because we're in a, um, you know, community that doos <laughs> and all that kind of crap.
1: You
11: know, we
6: yeah. the, the neighbor police. Your grass is too high. You know. Yeah. They knock on your door. They leave a nasty note. That yeah, kind
4: of we 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 yeah, have a little like, a little bit of that going on in our neighborhood, but we have like a bunch of Kemlon neighbors, and we're not going to be one. No. You know. Um.
6: No, not with two kids on the spectrum. No poison here. We're kind of try to have less poison as possible yeah Um, and you know we've gotten like i said complaints our lawn does not look good it's not um (laughs) doesn't look good (laughs) it's a wild lawn well no that's
4: we go pretty natural with ours you know i mean it it, it, you know i get out there and i cut it and i weed whack where where need be but i'm not going to get chemicals You know, I'm not going to no. do that because there are. There's all kinds of wildlife around here. There's all kinds of yeah. you know, house people let their cats out. You know, I don't. Or children
6: I, run around. Yeah. yeah. The other you know. thing too is um, we have people here that get the peat. You know, they mm-hmm. spend all the money for the grass rugs.
4: <laughs> oh, that's ridiculous. <laughs> you
6: know, and then yeah, they're like chunks of grass.
4: That's that's so ridiculous. And then the
6: ones that mow their lawn like it like at a golf course, you know, in a pattern. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have some I,
4: real anal um I folk, I I will admit I, here with their lawns. I will admit I like to mow my lawn in a pattern just because so it's very it's very relaxing it's very relaxing okay. it's, it's I feel like okay, I'm Okay,
6: that's why.
4: I feel like oh, I'm kind of it's doing it's, doing a little bit of artwork, you know. I, I don't feel like oh, I'm, I'm just doing, it, you know.
6: It's isn't yeah, it's zen Ken.
4: It, it, it is. It is zen Ken, uh, you know. So
6: Hey so. Well, whatever. That's what. Uh, now I understand. I thought my husband was. Never mind. Well, and you know what? You know what? <laughs> I
4: think. Reason. You know what's funny there's is now that you now that reason. now that you bring this up, I think I know why I found my 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 little Zen area today in my brain is because I spent like I, I came home from work and I worked outside until it was dark and then I went and a went and ate, ate, ate dinner. Um, you know, I got my electric, I have an electric mower now, which is great. And I've got uh, the Ooh, nice. longest, longest extension cords in the world. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> cause our yard is really, our, our, our backyard is like 150 feet deep. So, you know, you gotta, but yeah. And I went to town, there was a flower bed that had a whole bunch of one thing in it way in the back and like nothing else. And I just weed whacked the shit out of it. I found some baby, I I found baby mice in the backyard, way, way in the backyard, too. So, I scared the mother away, (laughs) and I was like, no, no, I was moving, I have some old scrap lumber in the, in the far back yard, and I was moving it out of the way, because it had fallen over, Um, Uh and, uh, uh, and, and I was just, you know, moving these few planks, and there was like all these, you know. What do you call them? Those little trilobite-looking pill bugs or whatever. Oh yeah. And then I lifted a board, and something hopped through the chain link fence, and I was like, "Was that a frog? What was that?" You know, because it moved so fast because it looked kind of mutated.
1: Just the little
4: to pieces. It, it looked kind of <laughs> mutated and I couldn't figure out what it was and then I saw two little baby mice climbing under a board that I that I kind of moved a little bit. And then I was like, "Oh, that was uh, the mama mouse and I think she had one of the babies still attached to a to her underside, to her undercarriage." Right. So
1: so yeah, but uh, I, I, you know, I'm
4: I gonna just try
6: to go outside as much as I can because yeah. that is very therapeutic. You know, it is maybe get down to the beach a few times. Yeah, uh, yeah you there's... know, I'm going to do my best to to beach. to, to, to calm. Oh yeah, Brandy, uh, how far are you from the beach? Oh, uh, about 40 minutes as the car nice. flies. Man. <laughs>
4: Yeah, yeah, we're. we're so
6: I know. Mad right now,
4: Where are about. Yeah, I, I
6: mean, I, I'm I'm minutes away from the Delaware Bay. but yeah. Uh, Delaware Bay right now is full of horseshoe crabs.
4: Oh, they'll get you. They'll, they'll get you.
6: <laughs> yeah, they're spawning or breeding Sticky. or whatever the hell they do.
4: Those things are and it's terrifying.
6: Ki- kind of like not good for walking, you know. Yeah. For swimming or anything, and the Delaware Bay uh, is a little funky in spots.
4: Yeah, you gotta watch out for. You gotta watch out
6: major ship thoroughfare. So yeah, you You gotta watch out out for the bacteria.
4: You gotta watch out for the horseshoe crabs because they'll 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 they'll, they'll get you. You know,
6: they're cool. I have to say they're very cool because they're because they're so old. You know, they're millions of millions of years old. Yeah, they haven't changed much. Yes, they are like sharks.
5: They're very nope. cool. They're like Republicans. They
1: haven't
6: changed much. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I would rather have a horseshoe crab in the White House. Yeah, me too. Because <laughs> a horseshoe crazy. crab has more brains.
4: <laughs> this is true. This is true. And charisma. And charisma. So
6: horseshoe crabs. You know? Yeah. I,
4: yeah.
6: Mean, I don't know if you can eat them. I don't think so.
4: Well, but they're cool. So. Uh, yeah. wh- what? What about uh, you know? Just you know, go wander around in your yard with a beer in your hand. Get a lawn chair out.
6: Oh go, yeah, Go Listen I to the we birds. Do that too. Yes, you know? I mean my husband could set up. We got a little uh, little screen room in the backyard. You got a hammock. Up,
4: you got a could hammock. Sit
6: out in the screen. You know, because the bugs are plentiful.
4: Oh, I know. I got <laughs> mosquitoes out. Th- I was getting eaten alive last night.
6: And, yeah, mosquitoes yeah. as big as my arm. The national bird, no, actually, the worst insect (laughs) here are flies. They're not quite here yet, but oh my god, we get flies everywhere. (laughs) Yeah. I don't like mosquitoes! Help me! Help me! I don't like mosquitoes! (laughs) Help me! Yay! Oh, you guys cheer me up, I have to say. Thank you. That's good. And, I'm so, and ha, you know, that's Please great
4: 20th, Sorry, say it again, Sorry, say it again, Francie.
6: You're celebrating your 20th this year. Michael and I will be celebrating our 30th.
4: Ooh, when is in, it? In
6: um, November. November. Oh,
4: wow. nice. Yeah.
6: Congrats. Yeah, 30, 30 years of...
4: <laughs> Shenanigans. Adventures. Thirty. <laughs>
6: 30 I'm going to laugh.
4: Right yeah. Now. Well. Yeah. Well, I met. I'm not, met
6: Francie. I Mr. Francis. I'll let you I'll get awesome. off the phone so well, somebody else can call. But thanks for cheering me up because no problem. It's been such a downer. It's been such a downer that, you know the past couple of weeks.
4: Oh yeah. Oh, and yeah.
6: I don't see it. I really don't see it getting better unless something happens in the midterms. You know. Mm-hmm something amazing gonna well, people gotta
9: we'll vote
4: vote vote we'll see what? you know I, 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 I'm, I'm one of those people that you know I, I, I would love it if I was you know completely and could predict the outcome of any election but I've given up on that oh. I was right about what happened with Romney I was wrong with what happened with Trump uh you know i remember the joyousness during the midterms uh that when uh the uh house and senate flipped for dems when bush was president that was great i was on a uh, i was on bbc world have your say that (laughs) i was in a i was in a studio audience of bbc world have your say um uh the day Uh after the election results and um and it was and i stood up and i said uh it's like the atheist version of christmas so. <laughs>
6: yeah. Oh, I know. And then, you know, we had the, the midterms where, you know, the Dems dem stayed home and we... How <laughs> was mm-hmm.
1: fun. What
6: that? 2012? Yeah. Uh, I can't keep up with this. But, you know, people don't vote the yeah. way we like to think they vote, you know? No.
4: There's it, a lot of selfish, weird, creepy for, people out for there. For
6: strange reasons, you know? Yeah. People do revenge vote and spite vote. Yeah. i know people who do that you know yeah exactly they vote to, to, they vote against you know somebody yeah. and, know and they don't even write do that in yeah primers. yeah well despite yeah. voting
4: yeah well we're gonna yeah. we're gonna how, let you
6: how the hell yeah. you do that what i don't
4: know i don't know uh it's uh it's crazy uh, so but anyway yes. Francie, thanks for calling yes. we're gonna let you go because we're, we're gonna have to take a break here okay. pretty soon Um uh, okay you for taking
6: my call, everybody, and no we will problem. get through this.
4: We will, absolutely. We will absolutely. get
6: through this. Fuck Trump. Yes. Yes, Bye. fuck Trump
4: indeed. All <laughs> right, right see you later. Hey,
6: Trump. Fuck you.
4: There we go. So, uh, yeah, good stuff. And I, I got to say thank you, everybody, for posting their cat pictures in the chat room right now. And um, it, I love it because um, uh, Living in the Long Island says it's, and it sucks, uh, people still think black cats are bad luck. Yeah, it does. Because our last black cat switch before julyza rose was one of the nicest boys in the universe and julyza rose is one of the she's a sweet little monkey she is a sweet little monkey and she's soft as a bunny and she is fun and she's cuddly and she's wiggly and she's special and yeah and of course who said this uh Moon Mary says, black cats are the best. Tuxedo cats are the super best. We have the, the tux in our house, too. We've got the bl- black and we've got the tux with the doctor, black, fluffy with July's a rose, and then then the tall, taut tiger with Timby. So, uh, <laughs> uh so, yeah, so it, it, that's a and and I'll tell you what, our last set of cats before these guys was a tux, was a black cat. <laughs> And a tiger cat. <laughs> it just happened this way. It it, it it's it, you know it's strange, but you know what? I recommend it because you know um, every once in a while I'll look at the cats and they remind me of the cats that we lost. You know, uh-huh. uh, and and it warms my heart. You know, it's like the continuation well, of a saga. You, a
5: bruiser, she's um she's an orange tabby, but she looks like um she could be wearing Obama's tan suit.
4: I love it. I love it. So, and and Joe, you know a little bit bit of something about legacy pets.
3: Well, of course. And I've had cats, many cats mm-hmm. uh, before I had. In fact, I was always a cat person. Yeah. But uh, collies just warmed their way into my my heart. But uh, yeah, we've had we we had two twins. Uh, they died oh. in oh. 2013 i think it was mm-hmm. Oh, but uh yeah we lost them but uh we saved them from uh certain death and we nursed them back to health and they lived uh 12 years
4: oh that's oh. great that's great yeah and, and i i gotta tell you joe i mean i i really i love collies i love collies so much i, I could never be a dog owner but i have the fondest memories uh and i'm gonna have to see if it's in the attic and i'll try and take pictures of it uh for you but i still have the stuffed animal my grandma and grandpa Picklesheimer got me they asked they used to ask me every year what do you want for christmas and i said i want a lassie and and i pointed it out in the sears catalog in the in the wish book and there was a a stuffed lassie dog pretty big not full size Mm -hmm but you know pretty big you know probably about you know mm, just under three feet long um Mm -hmm. you know and uh it's it's a it's a great stuffed animal if if i still have it uh i will uh i'm gonna have to get it cleaned up and uh i'll send it to you
3: oh jeez! uh no you don't have to do that i have three of three live ones well they could tear it they could
4: tear it to pieces oh they would. <laughs> just kidding i wouldn't want that to happen <laughs> so, oh they would <laughs> but no it's a no i i, I probably would want to keep that uh you know oh you would yes. but uh but yeah you know in in uh you know but i i i love collies i think they're beautiful beautiful animals and from everything i know about them their temperaments are great you know um and uh you know i i am I'm, I'm pretty I'm pretty proud to know a couple people who are are you know uh, interested in keeping the lassie legacy alive. Yes, we are. So
3: we're doing our best.
4: You definitely are. All yes. right, well, On that note, we're going to go ahead and get to uh, some uh, green news report. And then when we come back, we'll get into name calling and more of your phone calls. Let us know if you have any birthdays or anything like that. And if you want to call in, like I said, talk about whatever. Just give us a couple minutes to get through names and uh, birthdays, whatever. And then, of course, uh, in the third hour, Clinster is going to be on. And we'll talk a little bit more about the red hand because he has some personal experience about that Uh, neck of the woods, that chicken neck of the woods. (laughs) Um, and, uh, yeah, so here we go. Green news report. Stick around. Turn up the night with Kenny pick.
10: If you've got a chair, sit down, relax. I got, I got, I got some stuff to say here. Broadcasting live on Indie media, weekly radio.
8: It's Tuesday, June 26, 2018.
9: 32 of the train cars derailed and 14 of them leaked crude oil after the derailment. Double whammy, extreme rain and floods delay cleanup of massive tar sands oil spill in Iowa. And they warn
2: President Trump is ignoring one of the reasons why
5: ticks and mosquitoes are so prolific, climate change.
9: Experts say diseases caused by ticks and mosquitoes have tripled in the United States thanks to global warming. If it seems like we're getting more torrential downpours and floods, it's because we are. Plus...
0: Dear Mr. President... There are two grand new bridges being proposed in
8: Detroit between America and Canada.
9: A new ad on Fox News aimed at one person hopes to stop a new bridge for Detroit.
8: All of that bridge burning and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And
9: I'm Desi Doyan.
8: Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment.
0: We have a simple request. Please review that presidential permit.
8: Then... Revoke that presidential permit. I got a better idea. Let's just revoke the president. This is your Green News Report.
1: I'm gonna soak up the sun.
8: Okay, Desi Doyen, burning all of that tar sands oil leads to climate change. Climate change leads to increased rain. Rain leads to increased flooding. Flooding leads to a new train derailment carrying a whole bunch of cars with tar sands oil on it. I guess it's. Just the circle of life in the Trump era.
9: (laughs) Well, that's one way of looking at it. But yes, more than 30 oil train cars derailed in northwest Iowa on Friday, dumping an estimated 230,000 gallons of sticky tar sands crude oil from Alberta, Canada, into the floodwaters of the Little Rock River, which has flooded due to an extreme rainfall event up to eight inches an hour. Officials believe that the floodwaters may have eroded the train tracks, Downstream water systems have been forced to shut their drinking water intakes. Iowa's Republican Governor Kim Reynolds declared a disaster emergency and said that the flood is hampering the cleanup.
5: There's a lot of mud right there, so they're, they're, they're sunk in pretty good. They have to remove the contents before they could even begin, especially as volatile as the soil is right now with the amount of water that we've had.
8: And there are concerns tonight not just about the drinking water in the area, but as far as 150 miles downstream towards the Missouri River.
9: Yep, and officials now claim that nearly half of the spilled oil has been contained, but if previous tar sand spills into rivers are any indication here in the U.S., full cleanup is not possible. Now, if it seems to you like the U.S. is getting more of these torrential downpours, you are right. Scientists at the National Center for Atmospheric Research, or NCAR, confirmed this week that extreme rainfall events have increased markedly in the United States since the 1950s. 50s due to global warming and they explain that that's why the country has seen an increase in dangerous flash floods. They also say that the warming atmosphere appears to be making storms geographically larger Since May, at least five U.S. cities have been hit with these one-two punches of record rains and flash floods that have overwhelmed their infrastructure NCAR projects that thunderstorms could become up to 90% larger by the end of this century mm. Meanwhile, the U.S. Centers for Disease Control reports that cases of vector-borne diseases, these are diseases caused by viruses and bacteria that are carried by ticks and mosquitoes, that those diseases have tripled in the United States since 2004, and the CDC says climate change is the primary factor. It has expanded the range of tropical diseases across the U.S. because higher temperatures from global warming have expanded the geographic range in which these diseases and these bugs thrive. Worse, the U.S. is not ready for the increasing spread of these deadly bugs, according to Dr. Irving Redlener of Columbia University here in an interview with CNN.
11: We are very far from being ready to do either the surveillance necessary or the controls necessary to keep these uh, kinds of diseases from spreading.
8: Well, that's fantastic news.
9: Finally, in Detroit, Michigan, the wealthy Maroon family is trying a new tactic to stop a major infrastructure upgrade, the construction of a new bridge to relieve traffic congestion at Detroit's border with Canada. The Maroon family, for decades, has owned Detroit's only toll bridge crossing to Canada, the Ambassador Bridge, and now they want to stop the new bridge, already under construction, which is paid for 100% by Canada and will be co-owned by both Canada and Michigan. It would cut into the family's monopoly profits. So the family has a new ad aimed at just one person, President Trump, airing on Fox & Friends and aiming at his favorite target.
0: Inexplicably, President Obama issued a presidential permit and granted a Buy American waiver for Canada. So their Canadian-owned bridge didn't have to use American steel.
8: Well, if this ad from the Maroon family is playing on Fox and Friends, Donald Trump may just fall for it. What a Maroon. For much more on all of these reports and the ones we couldn't get to, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Find us, follow us, and share us worldwide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report.
2: Hi, this is Tim Coramall from the Tim Coramall Show, and you are listening to indiemediaweekly.com extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. This is Kenny Pick on Turn
7: Up the Night.
8: I've loved you from the first time I heard your voice. You use your tongue prettier than a $20
7: horn. You're like a word genius, and everything I say, (laughs) you twist it around and make me look dumb.
0: I like the way he talks. Mm -hmm. Do you really think that people don't know the things that
10: I say? At IndieMediaWeekly.com.
0: He even talks honky. Fuck!
4: There you go. releasing a little steam there for everybody uh thank you nicholas cage Uh, of course welcome back to the program rain from four freedoms blog in washington dc hi there
5: hi i can i can i share some
4: news uh yeah real quick
5: uh ethel kennedy 90 years old yeah Is joining the fight against trump administration separation of immigrant families at the border of mexico by joining a hunger strike
4: Oh, holy smokes! Ninety years old. I'm yep. into that. Ninety Jesus. years old. Ah, wow. Man. Good for her. Good for her. A fighter. Uh, a fighter at that age. That's that's impressive. Um, and of course, Joe Santorsas, Cranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Welcome back, sir.
5: Joe.
4: Joe. Joe. Where'd the you go, Joe? Joe's here. Sir. Joe's there here. He the the college had me by. By the lake No. Oh. <laughs> they were so dragging
2: they not on
5: the hunger
4: strike <laughs> dragging them around the house <laughs> oh. you pulling you them like a, with a collie attached to your shoe you're pulling pulling <laughs> you around like a dog sled so that's right <laughs> help <laughs> uh and uh for the sake of time i'm just gonna go ahead and do uh name calling real quick all everybody. right
2: let's get straight to the biscuits
4: uh since i don't have a jingle for myself uh bay clinster who will be joining us in uh hour three Psy guy Francie, jay collie cat ken senior hi dad uh living on long island michelle and miles in south florida Moonmare, President Sandy and Derwood, Theo, Tim Caramel, and Trojan Rabbit. And uh, I don't know. I don't think anybody has bailed yet. But if they did, I'm sorry. Come back. We love you. Um, I haven't seen anybody mention any birthdays either. So, uh, did
5: you say Heather, by odd. the way?
4: Um, I if if her name was on the list, I think I did. If not, Heather, I did not because her okay. name's not on the list. It looks like she might have bailed uh but heather thank you so and uh yeah so hi everybody thanks for sticking around but no i don't think there's any birthdays uh but if anybody wants to call in um the number to call is 330-536-1466 i'm gonna let this music play out to the end because i'm gonna tell you what i what else i have to do before the garage comes (laughs) um i have uh uh, you know those old uh, sandstone sidewalk stones that everybody used to have before concrete was everywhere? Well, our, our street used to be lined with those old, beautiful sandstone stones for the sidewalks. And when we moved into this house, there was a big path that went through the backyard of these stones. And I dug them up, and I, I and I redid the path and everything. But there were some that were just kind of like randomly around the property. And I found some others uh, on like Freecycle. If nobody knows about Freecycle, look it up in your area because people want, you know, they'll be like, I got rocks, come take them, you know, or firewood or furniture, free whatever. Freecycle is yes. great. Uh, I gave away some end tables on it one time, uh, you know, and, and uh, you know, it's, it's pretty cool. I haven't used it in a long time, but I accumulated a lot of rocks and I ended up making this patio um right behind my deck now the deck is going to be ripped out because it's pretty shitty um and that's where the groundhogs were living under last year uh so but i have to i have to pull up this entire patio and stack safely out of the way all the rocks because the garage guy was like yeah so we're just going to rip all this out i was like you're not taking my sandstone you know uh, so what, but it, what's cool is i have enough of it I think I can build, like, a little stonehenge of benches in my backyard, like a little semicircle of, of stone benches. How cool would that look?
3: Wow, okay. and then, like, 100,000 years from now, they'll find
4: it? Yeah, and they'll try and, <laughs> and find be, some some kind of meaning. There'll be documentaries about your backyard. Like, UFOs landed here. Yeah. So <laughs> um oh oh uh Sandy and Durwood uh oh no 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 wait I'm sorry Psy Guy Looks like we have a birthday Boehner um two birthdays my older daughter turned 17 last week and my niece turns twenty-two on Thursday. So again, family, gotta keep it clean. It's the bur- it's the Boehner birthday reading. This is- Your
8: birthday song It
1: doesn't last too long Hey! Hey! Your birthday song It doesn't last too long Hey! Hey! Thank you, thank you all dear friends Welcome to my
4: birthday! But at one point I did have two benches in the backyard Um, But now there's just one in the very far back because that's our our pet cemetery, basically. Oh, <laughs> um, that's where we we bar- buried Bebo. No, it's it's funny. I can laugh about it now. That's where Bebo and Switch are buried back there. My the two beautiful babies. Um, they're buried back Ooh. there, and um, they um, you know, and and I had two benches back there before before that became the pet cemetery, and I took one apart and. Um, and made it part of the patio but now i have even more stones so i think i'm gonna you know kind of fix up the pet cemetery i have like a, a lion statue with wings back there and stuff like that um you know it's, it's pretty nice we, we have lots of little statues around the backyard we have like a there's a we, we have a, a buddha a virgin mary um uh, I think we have a Vishnu, and I think we have like Athena or something like that. I don't know, but we like we like our little I
1: statues. Um,
4: I don't know, but I found her, but found her in somebody's trash. So, maybe not. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so I'm excited about that is putting in the new stone benches, uh, you know, as as a feature in the backyard once the garage is done. Because I like to try and make every part of the yard hospitable and, and fun. And the more stones I can put down in an area, the less mowing I have to do. So, that's good. Mm, that's a good idea. Yeah. yeah. So, weed whacking, on the other hand, eh. But if you get some ground cover growing between them, that's always nice. Um, I've had a problem with Susan's lamb's, lambs ear growing through my patio. and well, I put down that stupid black mesh underneath the rocks. That shit doesn't do anything. It worked for like a year and then nothing i put sand i put sand and i put that mesh down and all in the sand that i put down i'm fairly certain there's a pretty big colony of uh sugar ants underneath that thing now because when i weed i weed whacked yesterday and all these sugar ants came out and so i was like i'm sorry guys you're getting the you're getting uh it's snowing diametaceous earth um, so I put down a bunch of diametaceous earth and they diametaceous on the earth uh, so <laughs> uh, but anyway Adam Hebert's on the line what's up Mr. Hebert
2: well I heard you guys talking about pets and Joe's connection to collies and well I figured it well first of all uh, next week will of course be one year since we lost Wizzy
1: oh.
4: that's right oh. that's right yeah. Uh, sorry yeah I'm going to but, say it for um, old, I'm yes, going to say it, I'm going to say it for old time's sake. Wizzy! Yeah,
2: I, I, I love Mizzy the boy. He warmed his way into my heart. I never expected it, but he did.
1: Aww. Aww.
4: Yeah, every time, every time Adam would bring up Wizzy on the show on my check radio, I'd always scream, Wizzy! So that's why. That's why I did.
1: And that. he,
2: when he was in here, he could hear you through the
4: headphones. He yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he probably could. I get pretty loud. <laughs> so, but yeah, I mean, you, you had a very strong connection with him and, you know, it, and, you know, it sucks and it hurts to lose a pet, but time does really help. You know, uh, especially, you know, when you've been through it a few times, like, cause there've been times where I'm like, oh. I just, you know, just had that hole in my gut for the longest time. But you know, it, it, time does does help. But it's it's nice that we have the memories of uh, you know of joy that they bring us. But anyway, Adam, I'm sorry, I don't want to yeah. steal your thunder.
2: Oh, uh, that's sure. And then, uh, well, so this is this is kind of important to to our good friend Joe Santorsa. Um, yesterday was the release date of a movie. That is near and dear to my heart. Okay. And that is yesterday was the 36th anniversary of the release of the thing, in which uh, one of Joe's friends mm-hmm. uh, trained the dogs for that.
4: Bob Weatherwax. Yes, the yes, 80,
3: Bob Weatherwax. Yes, the 80s version. Right. He worked right. with John Carpenter on that film, and um, they, uh, in fact, the uh, the scene. Where they chew through the wire, in the kennel. Yeah. Yes. Classic. That was Bob's thing. idea. Bob came up with that idea.
4: Remind us of the idea because I, I, I know basically what it is, but it was what a chain link fence. Is that right?
3: Yeah, it was like like chain link. Yeah, it was like uh, yeah. But they couldn't figure out how they were going to stage this, and he said that's, that's easy. They made it out of a, uh, like a plastic resin or something and the and the dogs just were able to it looked real it did but uh bob knew how to how to set it up so that they would chew through it and uh that's how they chew through that fence and get get through it obviously is not really chain link but uh bob told me the trick oh he he pulled (laughs) yeah oh he pulled that off yeah they actually uh he when he left to film the uh the, the, the movie, he actually went with, a, he's a California boy, so he mm-hmm. <laughs> took summer clothes, and they had a film <laughs> part of that on top of a glacier in Alaska. <laughs> and uh, he didn't have a coat, and John Carpenter gave him a, a leather coat to wear, his own, his coat, because Bob was freezing up there. They were doing so many shoots, and uh, he still has it.
4: And uh, I wore it to a ball game once. That's that's great. That's very cool. Uh, so, how big was it? Big on you, or, or or are you about the same size as John Carpenter?
3: Uh, apparently, I'm about the same size. It's heavy. Well, there you go. Yeah, but it's uh, yeah, it was it was uh, good. He had he had some good times uh, with John Carpenter that I can't say on the air. Sure, <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll say I'll say
4: this <laughs> or, though.
2: Or he'd have to kill us all.
4: Yeah, that's <laughs> well, true. Or, or at the very least, you know, just uh, maybe punch us all in the neck, you know, and that would that would be terrible. That so be did I? But he did he
3: like John Carpenter. He,
4: he <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> he did. Yeah, it, but I I I just want to say, uh, Bob uh, giving his input on that is, is awesome because this movie, the thing, the John Carpenter version of the thing, is it is a marvel in practical effects. Mm -hmm. There are so, I mean, shot by shot, the practical effects in this film are, are, it it was above and beyond anything else that was going on at that time, in my opinion. I know there were other movies that had a lot of practical effects, but the gore stuff in there and like the, you know, the the defibrillator scene (laughs) in the spider head, (laughs) you know, just all of that. I mean that was that was terror. That was sheer terror as a child, and of course was. the dogs chewing through the fence wasn't. You know was you know that added to the 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 terror of what was going on because it was like oh my god, dogs are chewing through metal fences to get away from this thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, you yeah. know it's bad. Yeah, they're gonna break yeah, their canines.
3: Bad. Yeah. And uh, yeah, they had trouble getting the, the opening scene where the dog is running across the
4: tundra. There, yes, that that's a be- That's a gorgeous shot, too. By the
3: way. Yeah, well, that wasn't Bob's dog, but the trainer couldn't get the dog to do that shot, and they had to get Bob to to get that dog to to run with the helicopter. You know. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Bob got Bob accomplished that scene, the opening scene too. Incredible. Yeah, so, yeah, it was a yeah. He had a good time there. Uh, the, yeah, they had a really good time there, especially yeah. on top of glacier.
4: <laughs> 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 well, <laughs> well, you know there there are stories that can't be told. Not here. Not now. It's, are are it's they in not. the book? It's, are they in four feet to fame? No, 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 no. 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 We
3: try to family book. No. Oh,
4: okay. No. Not I in the end.
3: Talked about. Ad- yeah, well, shooting it, but I mean, I mean, uh, no, we don't.
4: Maybe we could do, a an, book. R, do an do an R rated version down the road yeah director's right. director's cut
3: <laughs> <laughs> that was the problem so, the director got it
4: Never now poor <laughs> now poor rain is not a horror fan at all so uh, this movie would really traumatize you rain I gotta say
5: uh, well that's why I didn't
6: watch it
4: yep yeah. <laughs> we'll just show you the scenes with the doggies.
3: yeah hey you know ironically uh, Bob's father did the original.
4: Yeah, yeah, that and and not only that, but the original was featured in John Carpenter's Halloween as the movie that the kids were watching uh, yes. before all the horrible shit happened. You are so correct. Thank you, thank you. Well, yes. um, I'm, Coincidence? I'm a, I think not. I think not as well. One big universe. So, Could uh, be. but I'll tell you what. If if uh, the the thing is one of the greatest, uh, what we H P Lovecraft nerds like to refer to as one of the greatest Lovecraftian films ever made, even though it wasn't direct, the, no direct reference to H P Lovecraft, the the cosmic horror of the thing is, oh, um, yeah. yeah, it it's it, it fits right in the you know that genre of Lovecraftian. So very few films do, especially when yeah. they're
2: not. Well, I mean, yeah, go ahead. I think, I think it's a love letter to Lovecraft. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, even though he never mentions anything about Lovecraft in the movie, it, it, you're right. It is definitely a Lovecraftian film. And I think that if, you know, Lovecraft were a you know, had seen this film, I think he would confirm as such.
4: Yeah, and and not to mention but you know down the road uh John Carpenter did in the Mouth of Madness which was super Lovecraftian, you know, I mean more much more blatant than the thing. So yeah, good stuff. And, and
2: the ending the, the you know was very ambiguous as a thing, you know, we don't mm-hmm. know, you know, you know, and I think that was the perfect way to end it. You know, cuz 50/50 50, 50 shot
4: Humanity's screwed. Yeah, dead, all dead uh, for the most part. So it's kind of like if Trump got elected president. I'm sorry. (laughs) Humanity's screwed. Um,. Sorry, hated to go that dark. I know we're talking about gore and body horror and Lovecraft and stuff, but I I am sorry I evoked the horror of Trump. Uh, so, <laughs> um but uh but Adam, uh we're going to let you go. Thanks thanks for calling in. Um uh what's going on for Mike Check Radio on Saturday? Uh I don't know yet to be honest.
2: Okay. I haven't really yeah. started, so pre- I'll probably start looking tomorrow, but uh I usually do like the most of the editing Friday and
4: Saturday yep. night. Fr- well, Friday night, sa-
2: Saturday, and Saturday at work.
4: Well, there's some. Uh, there's some. Uh, I sent you some good uh, nerd audio if you saw that. Um, yeah. So yeah, uh, what was that? What was that? Uh, Game of Thrones related?
2: Yes, Game of Thrones, and so. we're still going to have to do our Game of Thrones special soon. We're going to we're going to we're yeah. gonna actually do that in winter.
4: Yeah. You sure. Know, sure. Winter
2: sure. is coming.
4: First day of winter, Wednesday. Oh, no, that's that's too late. That's December. Um, winter is coming. Yeah. We'll have to do it in late fall. But uh, all right, Adam, I'm going to let you go. Uh, thanks for calling, brother. Okay, have a, have a, have a lovely evening. I will. Right. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. So, uh, all right. Oh, Speaking of podcast specials, everybody... Um, I got a brand new name for it. We've done several of these in the past. We're going to do another one this Saturday. We're going to squeak it out just in time for the 4th of July. Uh, but, you know, we have other picnics and stuff coming up uh, in in uh, in this summer and into the fall. Uh, but it's going to be called Podluck. Like a Podluck luck dinner. Podluck. We're doing a podcast about summer cooking. And hopefully, if Rain and Bobber are back, because you're going to a march uh, this Saturday in D.C., correct?
5: Oh yeah, the march.
4: The march. And the
5: march. The march against what Trump is doing to the kids children. at the border. But yeah.
4: Come on. Sorry. Well, uh, but you no. Know, so, so it's going to be uh, you and Bobber uh, if you make it back in time, and of course, we'll wait a little little while to make sure everything's cool. Uh, And, uh, Caitlin, Chris is going to be there. Janet Lee is going to be there. Miles and Michelle are going to be there. And so is, uh, John Arthur Kendall. And we are going to be sharing each, uh, a handful of summer dishes, uh, that we all make. So, you know, we're going to have salads. We're going to have grilling stuff. We're going to have desserts. We're going to have cocktails. We're going to have the whole gamut of you know snacks appetizers what have you and for our latest pod luck dinner uh podcast and it, it's gonna be fun and uh i am excited that i've got a a wonderful cold salad recipe and some marinades i'm gonna share uh also a cocktail recipe it's not gonna be i don't think is is a deep dive into technique and you know like you know uh, you know, I think we're just going to share some basic recipes and uh, easy ideas to make, uh, summer cooking a little more fun, maybe a little more cool <laughs> as in temperature wise, because, you know, nobody wants to run an oven in the house in the summer. We, we'll come up with some good, uh, uh, you know, again, you know, hot and cold options prepared indoors and out. So, uh, you excited about this rain?
5: yeah i am if we're back
4: yeah and if you're not you know i mean we we can get you on uh at the tail end or whatever you know even if you just want to come on and share a couple recipes a piece it'll be fun but yeah it should be about a two-hour podcast and uh i'm not sure when we're going to be able to play it before the 4th of july but i'm going to do my damnedest to try and do it if not on the 4th of july We'll definitely play it a couple times well i'll find the a thing some
5: is, if we're not back just go ahead and record it
4: oh yeah we'll, we'll do it we'll, we'll give you a, a a decent window but we'll talk about that off air you know but you know yeah. potentially rain and bobber will be part of it if not we you know we we still have a full house and uh we'll figure it out but yeah I, so the
5: biggest thing to me the biggest thing to me is that saturday there's a march across the nation for families to belong together and Right now, that's a big thing for me. Understood. Because I'm disgusted by the fact that this administration is separating families for coming into America, seeking asylum, and we're taking them apart. I I know we're, we're supposed to be happy-clappy, I know, but mm. I'm going to march. I'm marching. I hope you all are, too.
4: Well, I'm not going to be able to, uh, but it looks like, oh, shit, it looks like the server crashed again. We're going to have I'm going to have to do something. Um, so, all right, we got to go to the break so I can fix this. We'll be back and we'll get Clint Strawn with us. So, uh, hang tight. We'll be right back.
0: Let's take a look at a genuine American. I want you to meet Kitty Pick. He's proud of his country, but prone to take his liberties for granted. That someone must assume responsibility for the liberty for our free way of life. Yet when there's a job to be done, Kitty Peck, like so many Americans, is apt to ask, why me?
3: Like out
4: everybody. Every Sunday and Monday at 10:30 p.m. Eastern.
2: to another edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick.
0: What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. Now, you may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers,
3: that's how.
2: He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer.
3: Prepare Prepare to make make computer computer to computer computer contact.
1: That is an idiot idea.
3: Only macro. The internet, that's the one with email, right?
7: You've got mail. Yes,
0: who
1: said that? Thank you.
0: God bless the internet. where the real action is come on and take a look this could be very interesting indeed
4: welcome back to the tuesday edition of turn up the night with kenny pick broadcasting live on indiemediaweekly.com worldwide and uh, joining me as always on the program rain from four freedoms blog in washington dc welcome back hi and i'm 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 really sorry that i didn't know exactly uh what the the march you were going to this weekend and i do encourage everybody to get out unfortunately i can't because i made all kinds of plans for saturday a long time ago so
5: yeah, it, it's fine ken yeah. but it, it really is a very important march it is. everybody can get out there and walk i
4: there are
5: still kids that we can't find them
4: Agree. We don't know agreed. where they are. And Cat will be yeah. out in Columbus uh, on Saturday yeah. as well. So uh, good you know, on her. The, the Trump
5: administration you, is guys. sitting back and saying, "We know where all the kids are." And you know what? I I could be skeptical, but I don't believe them.
4: Well, if they were known for their honesty, uh, maybe you know you wouldn't have to go march. But they're not. They're a bunch of fucking liars. So um yes and uh and of course joe Santoris, says cranton pennsylvania the electric city welcome back to the program to you sir thank you
3: thank you very much very welcome and uh we also have uh we are the home you know of the houdini museum
4: Mm. just so you know that's that's nice so um so are you are you hiding something
3: uh
4: i'm trying to, to escape, escape. <laughs> <laughs> trying to escape yeah there you go and last but not least our good friend well here let, let's give him a, a little jingle hey everybody guess who's on it's clinster he's here to talk to us about the red hen in the orange cock so oh my god i i just
10: rated the Gallagher intro huh?
4: Yes. Okay. <laughs> there you go. Right. So so Clinzer welcome welcome aboard. Um now you sent me a message the other day saying, "Hey, if you want a, a unique perspective on, you know, this area, uh, uh, again tell tell us a little bit about the area where uh, Red Hen is and uh give us a little bit of setup as to how you have some uh, uh significant knowledge into this."
10: Okay, well, Uh, First of all, just to kind of catch everybody up, The Red Hen is a restaurant located in Lexington, Virginia, which is kind of in the central west portion of the state. Um, It's uh, located at the lower end of the Shenandoah Valley. Okay. Um, And it's kind of in one of these red-ish... Uh, parts of Virginia. Um, you know you have Nova, which is where rain is, uh, mm-hmm. which uh, is solidly blue and then you have the southwestern part, which is cold country essentially and incredibly red um, yeah. And so uh, Lexington is kind of, it's it's hard to describe.
5: Um, Lexington is south of Harrisburg, right? Or Harrisonburg,
10: yes, it's south of Harrisonburg, west of Charlottesville,
1: yes,
10: um, and about thirty miles east of the border with West Virginia,
1: yeah so um,
10: yes. but it's uh it's a it's a nice town uh I actually spent five years living uh in Lexington back in the last decade, um, wow, yeah. Yeah, uh from oh two to oh seven, um uh, my wife was employed at one of the two universities in the town, uh in uh, institu- institutional research. Um and so I came along with at the time we were um we were just engaged, we eventually got married and had our son there. And it was it was interesting because Lexington, just to kind of give you some history on Lexington, um, it is the burial spot of two of the most significant Confederate generals of the Civil War. Um, S- Stonewall Jackson, who was, before the war, a teacher at uh, VMI, the Virginia Military Institute, And Robert E. Lee, who is, of course, you know, he was the head of the Confederate Army. And after the war, he uh, was offered a job at what was then known as Washington College in Lexington. Uh, Yeah, he took the job as the president of the university. And after he died in 1870, it became known as Washington and Lee University. Um. Still has that name to this date,
1: mm-hmm.
10: um, and the town itself. It is. It's really. It's interesting because um, in Virginia, if you have a town that is over, it used to be five thousand in population. I think it may be more now, but if you have a town of a certain size, you can basically turn it into kind of this independent city within a county um, and over the past few years um, Lexington has been kind of this blue spot in the middle of its uh, of its red, red county uh, which is called Rockbridge County um, and there's a fairly I don't want to say Liberal, but it, it, it there's a a significant progressive element in uh, in Lexington, mm-hmm. uh, and that that made life bearable for the time that we were there. Sure, uh,
5: <laughs> I've heard a lot about that actually to this day in Lexington,
10: mm-hmm. and uh, it's and it's a city of contradictions, well t- a town of contradictions because you do have this very. Uh, very strong connection to the Civil War and the Confederacy. And the grave sites of uh, both of those generals that I just talked about are pretty much shrines for uh, neo-Confederates and, you know, League of the Southers and, you know, all these kind of racist d-bags who, you know, want to see the South rise again. And Um, rise
4: again!
10: Yep. And, uh, they actually have, um, on the same weekend that, uh, the country celebrates Martin Luther King's birthday, Mm -hmm. uh, on the Saturday before they, they celebrate or commemorate what have you, uh, Lee Jackson day where they, uh, celebrate the lives of the two generals. Uh, they have a parade with reenactors marching down the street um, while I was there in Lexington, I worked as a photographer for the local newspaper. And so I had the, uh, <laughs> good fortune of, uh, taking pictures that, um, had that parade in a couple of years. All right. Um, and one of my, one of the greatest memories I ever, ha- I had of having to cover that thing was this one reenactor one year who was marching all by himself. Singing the, singing Dixie, uh, as loud as he could, and getting the words completely <laughs> mixed wrong. Up. I mean, it was like, <laughs> I think he had a few too many weevils in his hardtack, or you know,
4: moonshine. Before. Uh, <laughs> oh, I, I got to give you, got to give you a rim shot. That. So, uh, too many weevils in his hardtack, folks. So we'll give you the A train. All, all ride that all night. All righty. So <laughs>
10: <laughs> but um but yeah, it's um I mean, even the newspaper when I was working there what there was this mm-hmm. uh there was this dichotomy like the news all the people in the newsroom the the reporters, the photographers uh copy editors um they tended to have fairly progressive politics to them, although you know yeah. it would be. You know, they would be more moderate on some issues than others, you know, which is fine. Uh, and then the advertising people would, were just solid, hardcore conservative. I mean, it was... Um, uh, so, I remember one of the first first couple of months I was working there, we were getting the paper put together. Uh, it was a weekly. Okay. And... Uh, the layout person was playing the radio, and it was ju- right around the start of um, our our adventures in Iraq, and okay. she had Rush Limbaugh on the radio. Oof, I-
4: I, I've run into that, too, man. Oh. <laughs> Not in the same what? setting, but yeah, with, with peers.
10: Yeah. Um, and I... I took it for a few days, uh, but eventually I went to my editor and I said, I just can't take that anymore. Is there any way that we can get her to listen on headphones or something? And, mm-hmm. you know, he said, okay, I'll talk to her. And, uh, and he did. And that, and it stopped, but you know, it was still just <sighs> election times were always kind of chaotic there at the newspaper, but, Oh, I'm sure. Uh, yeah. Um, because everybody had an issue, had an opinion, et cetera. Um, mm-hmm. But um, kind of getting back towards the um, the Red Hen, um, the Red Hen is actually, <coughs> the, there are several restaurants in that particular strip that are there or have been there. Um, and a lot of the restaurants will employ students from, uh, from W&L, uh, you know, who are you know, doing work studies or, you know, not you know, they're not legacies or what or whatnot. They you know, they have to make some money to spend in the one Walmart that they have in town and Wow. Uh,
4: yeah. It's small. It is the one small. that hasn't been converted into a child warehouse, you mean? Yeah. As far as I know. As far as I know.
10: Um <laughs> it's dark. anyway um, but there no, it's was uh, dark.
5: Just a couple of Just a couple of miles up the road from That interstate, we have An internment center
10: Hmm Okay mm. I didn't know that Yeah, okay Okay.
5: Go on, god. I'm sorry
10: Oh, no, no, it's cool, it's cool I'm just, I was just like, oh my god
5: It's just uh, north of Stanton
10: Okay, alright, it's north of Stanton So that'd be in uh, Augusta County Then, okay, the one yes. county up all right. <laughs> um, God, I'm talking like I, I'm talking like I lived there all my life.
11: No, that's all right.
4: That's <laughs> all right.
5: Too. Me too, Clint. <laughs> just, seriously. <laughs> Me too. I I just I I love that you're talking about this because I've only been here eight and a half years, and I take a lot of time to learn about mm-hmm. all of Virginia, and I love what you're saying. So go on. Thank you.
10: Uh, all right. So. uh... So when the news came out Saturday about the Red Hen, um, like uh, various thoughts went through my mind about this. Uh, First of all, was the I wondered where the uh, location of this place was because um, there was this little restaurant, and the way they described it, like you know, small space, you know, twenty customers, twenty twenty five customers max. It made me think of this other little restaurant, which I later found out. It's actually just down the street from uh, that uh, my wife and I used to go to when we lived in Lexington and they served um, just these remarkable vegan dishes, which you would not think of finding if you you know went outside the uh, outside of Lexington city limits anywhere, you know, and even if you drove gave it a cursory look through driving through it you might think oh wow this is a little country town in it but um, they, they really had a I, it was a really good restaurant um, and there's also a restaurant that's uh, just outside of Lexington uh, that I when I heard about Sanders being kicked out I said she really should have gone to this one because there's a a restaurant located at a truck stop just outside of lexington and the owner there is hardcore republican uh he's like yeah he goes to all the county republican events and uh the local radio station he'll cut commercials for uh republican candidates where you know he's just this oh gosh folksy kind of guy who's talking about all the people telling me that you're the candidate for the Virginia House of Delegates or Congress or what have you, and that you're not going to stand for any liberal hullabaloo up there in the state house, and you know, and it's just mm-hmm. like, uh, I, I would hear those commercials, and I'd just like be pounding my dashboard like, shut the fuck up, you son of a bitch,
1: fuck!
4: <laughs> like that, <laughs> you know,
10: pretty pretty much but a little more intense
4: yeah uh, <laughs> yeah 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 you know, uh, alex or i'm I, sorry nicholas cage really held back on that but go ahead rain
5: i just want to say that it, it's in clint clint has it's been a long time since since you've lived there right
10: yes uh 11 and, years of september
5: yeah. yeah and i don't live in that area but what i did learn today is that um this is actually Bob Goodlatte's district.
10: Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Okay. So. Oh, yeah. Goodlatte. He's... Yeah, he was my... Well, he was the congressman in the place where I lived. I'll put it... Not exactly my congressman. But, um... Yeah, interesting fact. You know, this is his last term that he's serving in Congress.
5: Yeah.
10: Um. He yes. was elected... Yeah. He was elected during uh the big... Uh, Gingrich revolution of 1994 boom yeah and he was one of those that signed the contract on America uh where one of the precepts (laughs) were that uh everybody said that okay well we're only going to serve 10 years and then uh leave Congress after that you know because they said well we believe in term limits and uh yeah so 10 apparently got stretched to 24 so (laughs) yeah I find that strange yeah.
5: What? I also find it strange that suddenly Sarah Cluckaby found herself down there at that particular restaurant.
10: It's a, quite a, a coink-a-dink, yes. Conundrum, um, one might say. It, yes, yes, very much so. Um, and so it's just been like um, ever since Saturday night, I've been hearing all this, I've been reading the. Various hand wringing articles from this editor or that commentator saying, "Well, the Democrats just need to practice civility."
5: (laughs) Yeah, fuck that.
4: Yeah,
10: exactly. I mean, it's like you know, I I just want—I just want
4: to say this real quick. I've had all the fucking practice I need. I'm very good at civility, but Mm -hmm. you have to have a civil individual on the other side of the aisle to to interact with. And we don't have that with the Trump cult. They're belligerent, yeah. they're stupid, they're liars, and, and they're they're in denial of basic reality, facts, truth, science, math, colors, shapes. So fuck them. I'm sorry. Yeah. There's nothing that is going to bring us to the table unless there is a huge come to Jesus moment from Trump himself, where he apologizes specifically for specific things and says, if he's truly a Christian, I need to make peace with my God about these things that I've done. But the thing is, he's still doing all the same things, but in slightly uh, in a slightly different fashion. Now, instead of discriminating with a business or running ads in a newspaper or conducting fake investigations into a birth certificate, now he's doing it from the fucking Oval Office, and he's doing it with executive power.
10: Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, and it's... I, it reminds me of the scene in Roadhouse where uh, Patrick Swayze's character <laughs> is saying, you know, <laughs> you got to be nice. Be nice until it's time not to be nice. Yeah. And right now. Damn I'm, straight. We're, this, we, we've we gotten to the point where we can't be nice anymore.
4: Um, I need to get that line we, from Roadhouse now. Send me that clip, Cliff, or Clint. I, I, <laughs> yes, um, I will have a... <laughs>
5: God damn it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry,
4: Clint. No, go ahead.
5: I, the owner of the the restaurant said, I'm sorry you have to leave because we took a vote and you have to leave. Exactly. But we're going to comp you for your fucking cheese plate. Yeah.
4: Yeah. yeah I mean, it's like- and drinks.
5: And we're supposed to be told to be more civil than that. Mm hmm. Well, I. In goddamn, Red Virginia. And when I say Red Virginia, Clint, back me up on this.
10: Mm-hmm. I live
5: in Blue Virginia.
10: Yep. Mm-hmm.
5: There's a whole part of Virginia that's incredibly red. It's like it's like New York. Yeah. And you have you have state. You know you have cities like Lexington and Charlottesville, and you have a whole bunch of little small cities that are little tiny tiny red islands.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
5: and we're gonna take. We're we're gonna win. But. Sarah Sanders got to walk away with a free cheese plate.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that go I'm that'll just... go well with her wine. God damn it.
10: I'm just hoping that uh that I'm I'm just praying and hoping that later that night she had a terrible case of the chards from it. But Oh know. yeah.
5: I'm, I'm there. Too the reason why i brought up Jeez. bob goodlat is cuz nobody is even talking about why her and her family was down there.
10: Mhm. Oh, i'm sure well, they were making uh you know, making plans to get uh his designated successor into the um into his seat come 2019. Yeah. Um and i i know his i know the guy that's running as the republican nominee um and He could be an okay guy when it's not about politics, but when it's about politics, he's...
5: he's, There is no way that they weren't down there other than for political reasons.
4: Yeah. Yeah. You know, I want to say something right now because this has been bandied about by uh, most of us on the show uh, tonight and even in the chat room, Adam just said, fuck civility. I want to say this to the Trump cult and everybody else uh, uh, crying about this. Earn civility.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: Mm-hmm. Earn it, motherfuckers. You know, yeah. you, to give respect, you got to give respect. Yeah. And there is no respect from Trump and his cultists. Again, like I said, it would it would be. It, I will give Trump a break if he apologizes for all of the racist and sexist and uh, you know ugly shit he's done. And you know, gets off Twitter. I mean, I got so many conditions for this. It, I know it'll never happen. Get off Twitter. Mm-hmm. Apologize. Be a man. Shave your head. Come on.
5: <laughs> Seriously. Uh, shave your head, really, really. You really uh, want to see that?
4: Don't. No, I don't. But it would look a lot better don't. than that bullshit cotton candy that got caught in a wind machine. Look. Now, to be fair, I
10: think he is growing it out uh, in order to donate it to locks of hate. So, <laughs>
4: locks you <know>. for hate? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, locks, locks of hate. Yes, locks of hate. That's right, because locks of love. Yeah, so he's uh, growing it out on one side. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's the only side it grows on.
4: Uh oh. yeah exactly and uh, I want to I want to mention I this real quick I'm not gonna play I'm not gonna play the audio I'm not gonna play the audio for this but Trump was like talking about some bullshit lie about oh oh they want to hire five thousand lawyers or, or judges for you know immigration and so you just go into a barbershop and, and hire hire lawyer and okay first of all that's a lie about hi- hiring five thousand uh uh judges. Um, Mm -hmm. secondly, Trump ever going into a barbershop? Okay, probably never, ever, ever has happened, but, you know, one thing for sure that's never happened is Trump has never walked into a barbershop and asked for a little to be taken off the top.
5: Can we, can we just go one step further to, to remind people that barbershops are generally run by black people?
4: Uh, well, yeah, you know, there, there, there's, you know, like, there's, there's black and white and he well, said yeah that. yeah that could be um i didn't think of it that way i just kept thinking of i just kept chuckling to myself thinking about trump and barber shops like you know trump walks into a yeah, barber shop
5: i i get that but I, when he said that i was like yeah really, motherfucker? i get it really
4: really i get it so so anyway well this has been fascinating uh clinton we you're going to stick around for the for the rest of the the program with us uh, but I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you guys a couple minutes. Uh, uh, Joe, did you want to jump in real quick, and then we'll give uh, uh, Rain and Clint a minute or two to wrap up. I still want to know why she didn't pay for that fucking cheese plate.
3: <laughs> I mean, screw that. You know.
4: You know they didn't leave a tip. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They probably you know, they probably see my moil. See yeah. my moil. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, Joe. he <laughs> Yeah. Reason uh,
5: why is because we're better than them.
4: Yeah, we yeah, are.
5: I'm
3: not. No, I'm not. No, <laughs> I'm no. Not. I could get right the ditch with anybody.
4: You're <laughs> smart. <laughs> I mean, you're I... But you're smart.
3: Not smart. I'm uh, from
4: uh, Scranton. He's from Scranton. He's smart. Scrantosa, knuckles. not knuckles. Santorum.
3: <laughs> Ass knuckles, eye for an eye.
4: Yeah. So, uh, but Boy, all, I- all right. So, a, a couple, a couple minutes, because uh, we're just gonna do Mad Libs when we come back. Because I got three Mad Libs for everybody tonight to reward them for all the troubles we've had with the server and all the bad news. But, uh, but, uh, Clintster, Rain, couple minutes, Rain. Where do you think we should end this here? Ryan any any thoughts on uh how we should wrap this or
5: Yeah no I'm just just I just go to Clint I've got too many things to say
4: I get it So all right Clint uh give us your give us your final uh thought on this Okay
10: um well my my last thought on this for the moment uh is that there's a real confusion here amongst the trumpers here about the difference between um civility and acquiescence for okay for their you know their idea of civility is for democrats and liberals to shut up and take what's coming and smile and say yes sir no sir anything you say sir tell the line brother preach um and what they don't understand is that we can be civil, and we have been civil probably more than we should have been over the past 20, 30 years. True it is. Um, and um, when the when the victim starts to fight back, the bully is just going to start whining like crazy, and that he already has.
4: so
5: that's what's happening, right? yeah yeah
4: exactly hey melania get on that anti-bullying campaign
5: i don't care do you be best
4: (laughs) (laughs) see you had something to say there perfect uh but no uh, clint uh yeah perfect uh that was excellent um thank you so uh all right let's go ahead let's listen to a nice song from bobber i can't i can't find his new song the list I'm, I'm, I'm a little pissed i'm pissed i can't find the list so i think i might have accidentally uh, filed away somewhere on the other computer but let's listen to um uh let's listen to one night kiss that's a nice song from bobber um <sighs> seriously okay apparently i can't find that song <laughs> let's do uh, uh yeah um let me see if i if i can find it in another folder uh one night kiss uh nope not there so uh we'll uh we'll listen to the heart that's that's a a a a go-to for me uh again a nice song for the nice people but yeah so we're gonna go ahead and hit the break and uh clinton you got your mute button ready there and everything too on the on the trigger. All right, very good. So, all right, break time. We're gonna come back, and I got three Mad Libs from Happily Ever After Mad Libs, all about fairy tales. So, uh, all right, we'll be right back with lots more. Oh well, one more segment of Turn Up the Night and try and leave you in a happy mood. Uh, and maybe we'll do a recap for rain, uh, Joe, about our story from last Friday, uh, Rupee Rat. <laughs> 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 oh, we were crying. We were c- oh. crying. <laughs> <laughs> Rupee Rat. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <Well>. <laughs> It was amazing. Uh, just watch what
3: happens when you put that ATM
4: card in there. Oh, I know. <laughs> I, I want to talk about Rupee Rat every show now, I think. Okay. Uh so, well, all right. So here <laughs> Here we go. The heart the heart coming up and we'll get a recap on Rupee Rat from Joe and plus Mad Libs right after this. Turn up
3: the night with Kenny Pick. Smooth talking jive talking street thug.
0: Kennypick.com.
2: Hey Joe, what was that?
3: Uh I think we just lost another clown car.
2: Tune in for the Tim Coromall show on Indie Media Weekly Radio, Mondays and Wednesdays at 8:30 a.m. Eastern. Right here on Indie Media Weekly Radio,
4: indiemediaweekly.com.
2: Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower.
4: Get ready for the fastest two hours in radio. Listen to Paul's Memory Bank live every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern right here on Indy Media Weekly. Your DJ Paul will serve up a mix of classic rock, pop, and novelty music all tied together with a weekly theme. That's Paul's Memory Bank every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern exclusively on Indy Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial Radio. All the power without the tower.
10: Turn up the night with Kenny Pick.
2: Where is it that you're from?
10: Cleveland.
7: Cleveland. Cleveland's.
6: Lake Erie. Erie. What was once the mistake by the lake is now the roar by the shore.
0: I'm rapidly becoming a big underground success in this
7: town. Cleveland has taken its honored place in the building of America. Thank you, Cleveland!
4: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Cleveland. Thank you, uh, Scranton. Thank you, Washington, D.C. And damn it clint what what city do you live in <laughs> or, at, um at, atlanta atlanta thank you atlanta so uh anyway welcome back to the program i i wasn't sure i, I you know I, I had an inkling but you know i don't repeat it every every show you know so anyway yeah. wel- welcome back everybody and of course rain you had to leave early last friday um, and Joe threw us for a curveball at the end of the show with a news story, what? with a news story <laughs> so unbelievably hilarious. We were weeping. Me and Joe and Suze were crying. Um, well, I know Suze and I were. I don't know if Joe was crying, but it it, it got it got goddamn funny. This is better than Pizza Rat. This is rupee rat. <laughs> <laughs> so, Joe, would you, would you like to recap for Clint and Rain? Uh, Clint, I don't know if you were listening at that point uh, for rupee rat, but it, it bears repeating.
3: Okay, so uh, it, it, let, me, let me go through the article here. A rat took up residence in the State Bank of India, ATM, in the town of Tinsukia, India. During its stay, it shredded seventeen thousand six hundred and sixty-two dollars worth of Indian rupees.
5: (laughs) Oh, Oh, come on, Joe! (laughs) God damn it!
3: The ATM was out of order for days, and it stopped dispensing money, according to Reuters. (laughs) (laughs) Joe, wait a minute! Really? No, no, no! no. It's It's, it's rupee rat.
4: You gotta let him finish rupee (laughs) rat.
3: Patrons reported Jesus. the issue and when technicians looked into the problem they found a dead rat and <laughs> the shredded money. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> more, it... more than half of the two point nine million rupees, forty two thousand six hundred eighty five dollars US currency were recovered unharmed, according to the report. Oh wow. this yeah. is a quote. We have started an investigation into this rare incident. (laughs) (laughs) we will take measures to prevent a recurrence. God damn it. (laughs) Said the SBI branch manager Shandan Sharma. Reuters reported the rat was not detected in the machine's closed circuit security camera.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Down (laughs) here! (laughs) Down (laughs) here!
3: (laughs) There was no DNA proof. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) And they... they tried forensic ancestry, and they couldn't. Wait, find what? Rats. Forensic ancestry? Yeah, they tried. Yeah, and they couldn't find his family. Most God ATMs, oh my God. Most ATMs in India have these cameras for increased security.
4: Sure, sure.
3: They didn't find the rats. So, if you don't believe me. I Here, wish I you have could
5: pic- see my face right now because it's pic- stone cold. Like, what the fuck?
3: I have an in- Here's a picture of the inside the of the hell? ATM. Let's see. Why isn't this posting? <laughs> <laughs> I'll post a picture. Oh, <laughs> of oh the Lord. Inside of the ATM. Yeah. So. As <laughs> soon so, so as I. So for some reason, uh, Shantago is not letting me post. Pictures,
4: yeah, god, you
3: know why? Yes, and we we nicknamed him
4: Rupee (laughs) Rat, (laughs) Rupee Rat, because because somebody in the chat room, I don't remember who it was, please stand up and take credit for for that, but I think it might have been Jay Colley. Uh, but somebody said on Friday, they said, um, uh, it, it sounds like you're talking like Scooby Doo every time you say Rupee Rat. Oh so yes. So yes. it, it it's kind of like, so so is it like Scooby Doo saying Poopy Cat Rupee Rat? So Rupee
0: Rat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah.
4: So and apparently he was sick after he ate all the money and that's why he died.
11: You're right, Scoob. We're dealing with one sick son of a bitch. So. Yeah. I, I don't. I, I don't. But here's the, the inside. Really dead?
4: It was Jay Collie. Uh, yeah, the rat died.
3: Yeah, the God the rat was it. dead. Here's here's his nest. Take a look. There's his <laughs> nest. <laughs>
4: <Jealous>. <laughs> they, where
3: there is? It is.
4: Where they is? Open Brin- up
3: to the ATM machine, and that's what they found.
4: Where is Brinks?
3: Rupees Where's Brinks dead- when
4: you need him? Seriously, yeah. Brinks should have cleaned Joe, that shit Joe, up. Is
3: that a real picture? For you? Oh, yeah,
4: it's all real.
3: Yes. Here, here. You know, boy, nothing I say anymore is credible.
4: Fake news.
3: Fake news. Okay, Joe, okay. Here,
5: there hey, are times it? when I have to question you.
3: Yeah. Well, all right. All right. Because
5: I did believe at one point you were in my basement, Joe.
3: <laughs> yeah, but I wasn't. <laughs> Wait. Yeah, here. So. Here, here's yeah, the, here's, there's a link in Fortune magazine. <laughs> what Shreds money. In an ATM in India, there it is, right there.
4: From oh, Fortune, from Fortune, Fortune
3: magazine.
4: <laughs> well, Ruby rat.
3: Where, where else?
0: <laughs>
5: God damn it! This is really happening.
3: Yeah. Well, it happened. Ruby rats. Yeah. It happens, but they're gonna—they're gonna make sure it doesn't happen again. <laughs> They're going to give that rat secret service protection next time. He's
4: yeah. dead.
5: You told me he's dead. He's dead. Threat. He's dead.
3: They're giving, giving him a military funeral.
4: Yeah, Michelle says, I knew money was dirty, but enough, dirty enough to kill a rat? Really? <laughs> oh,
3: yeah. It's toxic. Yeah.
4: Sure. And it's got all that poop and cocaine all over it. Yeah. So. You never,
3: and, oh, yeah. You, you never know what that money touched.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, well,
3: that's look,
5: why, maybe that's why Trump <clears throat> is so pissed off that Harley Davidson is going to move to India.
4: Maybe India, so. Uh, maybe so. Maybe. Yeah, we're going to have to talk about that on Friday. Um, but uh, it, it, somebody else uh, said earlier there was. Oh God, what did they say? Uh, somebody evoked. Uh, you know what they should have had for security at um, that it, it, to get rid of rupee rat.
11: Oh no <laughs> oh, no I thought I saw a pussy cat 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 a, a- creeping up on me I did I saw a pussy cat as plain as he could be. We are looking at the death of comedy.
4: That was also Mark Stein. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're looking at the
3: death of a rat, is what we're looking at.
4: Yeah, so. Yeah,
3: so the next time you go to an ATM and it says it's out of order, just say rats.
4: Yeah. <laughs> Ruby <sure>. rats.
5: <laughs> he had controversy over a fucking cricket in my basement.
4: Oh, Jiminy! Poor Jiminy. Oh. Dead. That didn't
5: cricket,
4: kill cricket—he died. The cricket natural me causes. Pull
3: over on Route 81 yeah. between Scranton
4: <laughs> and Bucksbury.
5: <laughs> Sorry about my snorts. So just, i just—I have—I just—I can't anymore.
3: Did I tell you about that cricket? What it made me do?
4: I—you did,
3: like, yeah. Jimmy? Yes. I was listening to the to the to live one. Really? Uh, when I was coming home from a baseball game. Really? And okay. <laughs> And that cricket was in the background on the podcast.
1: Uh
4: And before we said anything about it, before we said anything about the cricket, you heard it Yes, and thought it was in your car. I I thought it was in my
5: car. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not sure I believe you, James, but please continue. I remember
4: this vividly.
3: I I was trying to find this cricket. Then you start talking about it. I said, son of a bitch. <laughs> that crickets all the way down in Virginia
4: that's funny alright well I kind right, we, we got...
5: to have a feeling that you're full of some malarkey no no,
4: oh. he's... no he's not I remember this it was yes, funny I, told story I remember yeah. it <laughs> so anyway alright we gotta get to Mad Libs now so again uh, but thank you for the recap on on Rupee Rat Um, you know <laughs> <laughs> i honest to god i didn't know i could do that good of a scooby-doo until the rupee rat story popped I know, up I know. and jay collie brought it up um so it was yeah. an epiphany it was epiphamy. it was so all right let's go ahead and uh get to mad libs everybody how special is this we have clint uh Clintster here to help us finish him out we got three from Happily Ever After Mad lib.
6: I'm as mad as hell and I'm not gonna take this anymore. This is madness. Don't get mad get Mad Libs.
3: Oh, God bless Mad Libs.
4: All right, here we go. Well, we'll go alphabetical starting with Clintster tonight. So, I need the name of a female conservative. Uh, Clint? Ooh. Ah, uh, God. Where do I begin? Um, victoria
10: jackson
4: oh wow oldie but a goodie
10: wow
4: uh i was gonna guess you were gonna say that and you know what that makes me yeah
9: there
4: you go uh (laughs) i wasn't gonna guess uh (laughs) joe joe a number Uh, uh uh how many rupees did that rat eat
3: <laughs> no. We're gonna go with this, because I just ordered the t shirt. Okay. Eighty six forty five. Eighty six forty five.
4: Alright, there we go. T shirt for what? I huh? I love that. Oh, oh, oh I like get that. it. I get it now. I get it now. <laughs> okay, forget oh, all right. it. No, I, I heard it before. <laughs> yeah, eighty six forty five. Oh, okay, okay, <laughs> okay. Nice. Uh rain and occupation. An occupation. That's for you, Rain. Are you there, Rain?
5: Yeah, I'm here. I
4: forgot to tell you. Okay. Occupation.
5: My answer was Republican hand job giver. (laughs) (laughs)
4: Uh, Okay. This is going to take me a minute. Hand. (laughs) Job giver. Okay, alright, it's in there. The Got it. I uh, love it. Uh, Clinster, part of the body. Mm-hmm. That one word that we shouldn't say in this house has already been taken.
10: Damn it. Uh, alright then. Speculum.
4: Well, no, like, you yeah. mean septum. Don't you mean septum? Speculum's a, a tool that doctors use oh. to uh, open up an, an orifice.
10: Damn it, you're right. Okay. Uh, Ouch. Uh, well, you know, I'm going to keep
4: it. Or do you mean perennium? Do you mean perennium? Like a taint?
10: (laughs) Perennium, yes.
4: Okay. (laughs) Uh, hopefully I can spell that right. I'll spell it to how I can pronounce it. Uh, Joe, I need an adverb, please, sir.
3: Lovingly.
4: Okay. Uh, and... Rain, uh, part of the body, plural. Breasts. All right. Um, that's going to work out well, actually. Okay. And Clint, part of the body, again. Again? Yeah. Another. Uh, uh, let's go with Upula. Um, Oh, the classic uvula. Uh, and verb ending in ing, Joe. Um Ah. Oh, we're almost screwing. Screwing. All right. And rain, you get the last one an adverb describing a verb. Usually with an ly Happily. ending.
1: Happily. Happily.
4: Oh, actually, that's actually spot on for what this is. (laughs) That's exactly the word it should be, so we'll just leave it there. Um, All right, here we go. Because this is Happily Ever Mad Libs. So here we go. Um, This is... uh, The first one is recipe for the best porridge ever. For all you fans of the three bears. I I know... Tell me you don't love the three bears. All right, so uh, here we go. Oh, man, I should be doing this in a higher voice, but I can't. Hi, I'm Victoria Jackson, but you probably know me best as Mama Bear from Goldilocks and the Three Penises.
6: (laughs) Don't see penis in this house!
4: I'm here to tell you about making incredibly sleazy porridge. Lots of folks say that eating my porridge is even better than eating a juicy sirloin booster seat. <laughs> juicy sirloin bo- booster seat. Uh, to make. <laughs> What's that, Clint? I'm just, just trying to. Picture that in my mind. That yeah, looks, yeah. That's very, it, uh, does it have good marbling? Does it have mar- marbling in it? <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, to make uh, to make really sweltering porridge, you need. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. You start by filling an evil pot with water, then add two cups of oats, a few chopped dicks, and plenty mm-hmm. of flaccid crusts.
5: Oh! 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 (laughs) I'm a woman, and I'm oh. Chop up them dicks.
4: This is a Lorena Bobbitt uh, uh, recipe, actually. Yikes! So, place (gasps) place the pot on the stove for eighty (laughs) six (laughs) forty five hours.
3: That that's well well done.
4: Yeah, stir stir with a (laughs) poo stir with a poo so it will be nice and disgusting. <laughs> oh, God. This recipe should amply serve three bears or f- uh, 53 toe jams. <laughs> now, some like it greasy, some like it rusty, and some like it just right. And by the way, Unless you plan to share this porridge, be on the lookout for black cat-stealing girls named Goldie Ciders.
1: Oh, (laughs) jeez.
4: This doesn't
5: sound very appetizing.
4: Dumb and awesome. Uh, So, uh, all right, here we go. uh, Next one in Happily Ever Mad Libs. Happily Ever After Mad Libs, I'm sorry. Rumpelstiltskin. Ooh, I could put a T in front of that and call it Trumple Thin Skin. Uh, but here we go. Uh there once was a greedy Republican hand job giver who said that his daughter could spin straw into gold. Oh, <laughs> oh. Ivanka? Stop. Ivanka? What? Uh the grimy king put the girl in a room filled with straw and gave her uh, and gave her uh, Until the fat rose to. (laughs) and gave her until the fat rose to prove herself. It's a noun, so somebody said fat, so until the. whatever. She knew she wasn't capable of such a feat, but at midnight, a vile man appeared. And, ooh, this is where it gets scary. I'll turn the straw into gold if you give me the necklace around your perennium he said <laughs> she did and the room filled with with golden supreme courts. the same thing happened the, the next night and it cost the girl her casket <laughs> on the third night on the third night she had nothing to offer In that case, he said, Your firstborn gerbil will be mine. (laughs) She lovingly agreed. But when the girl was happily married to the king, and they had a baby, the little man reappeared. He said, If you can guess my name, I will release you from your vibrating promise. (laughs) Rumpelstiltskin, the queen, guessed. The little man couldn't believe his breasts. (laughs) She was right. So, Rumpelstiltskin raced out of the castle in a moist rage. There you go. Alright, here's the last one. How to be a princess from Happily Ever After Mad Libs. Here we go. It is difficult not to envy a young woman who has everything her uvula desires. (laughs) But history shows it isn't easy being a princess. You have to maintain fishy standards and abide by corrupt rules. For example, a princess should always be kind to and understanding of her royal graves. A princess knows that a spicy smile is preferable to a shitty frown.
5: <laughs> Period.
4: I'm going to get that cross stitched. I'm going to get that tattooed. So <laughs> a shitty smile, I'm sorry, a, a, a spicy smile is preferable to a shitty frown. I'm going to get that on my lower back. Uh <laughs> right. also here's another rule. A princess should be a patron of the arts. Ooh, what kind of arts should she be a patron to? Uh a patron of the arts, well versed in classical sarcophagus and shadily familiar with chilled authors and their steamy works.
5: Oh, oh hello. Mm
4: holla <laughs> uh, A princess should never make a funky decision. She should always think before screwing. And when <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, would be. Yes.
4: And That's when she... yeah, and when she doesn't speak, she should be articulate and if possible, very stiff.
1: <laughs> wait, wait, wait,
4: wait, wait. that was she's screwing <laughs> and when she, she does, doesn't speak yes she should be articulate it, it says oh I'm sorry and when she does speak I'm sorry and when she does speak she should be articulate and if possible very stiff like a robot okay Yeah, robot.
6: like Robots. robot,
4: robot. Um, and uh, here we go and of course a princess must be prepared to marry a worried prince and live happily ever after there you go all right see you're ha that's where uh, your happily went right? happily ever after you were you were you know you were kind of uh what do you call it uh prescient to the theme so damn there you go
3: <laughs> that was pretty
10: pretty pretty, pretty pretty
4: pretty 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 i need to get that I also need to get the music I need to get the musical cue from uh, um, uh, Curb Your enthusiasm as well. So deep <laughs> yeah.
5: so. deep deep, really, really prescient? God damn it.
4: Yeah. I'm sorry, Rain. Oh
5: darkness my old friend yeah. <laughs>
4: I love that for everything though. Just anything.
5: You should.
4: So it's good stuff.
5: You know, couple of weeks ago i don't know if i think i told you guys this i got the actual album of that recording the album did you
4: did the you bought album. lp the cool. lp
5: yes the lp we have that
3: nice. right
4: you now you mean the vinyl yes what kind of record pl- vinyl player what kind yes, of record player uh, do you guys have? what kind of I record pl-
2: vinyl player but i got the vinyl
4: oh I was never mind I'm gonna have a record player in the garage when it's done. I got a console down in the basement. But Yeah, so. I've, got a,
5: I've got a copy of "Hello Darkness, My Old
4: Friend." Do the you know
5: wheel, the original one? You
4: know what? Like, oh. You know what, rain. The silence. You know what, rain? I don't. Hello
2: darkness, my old friend.
4: And it makes me sad. <laughs> well. I'm kidding. I'll
0: help you with
4: that. I, I have one. <laughs> I think I got it at a yard sale like 20 years ago. So, <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, that's good. That's good. It's a good album to own. So anyway, all right. I uh, hope everybody enjoyed the Mad Libs and everything else. We're uh, you know, we tried to have a l- little bit of fun with all the dark news. You know, dark news. Hello
8: darkness,
2: my old friend.
4: Oh, that's the last time I'm playing that tonight. I swear to God. I need
2: to talk
5: to you again.
4: Um, oh, Trump
5: is such a douchebag. A
4: motherfucking douchebag. Thank you. <laughs> I can't quite hit the yeah. harmonies, but. <laughs> um, but anyway, let's go ahead and uh, wrap things up. Uh, I got to get working on the podcast and figure out what the hell went on with our server tonight, son of a sailor man. Um. <laughs> So, uh, all right, Clinster, what's your parting shot tonight, sir? All right, well, I just
10: want to remind everybody out there that, uh, you know, there are, (sighs) I don't
4: know what to say, except uh, just. There are good people out there. Don't think everybody's a Trump cultist. There are good people.
10: There are, but That doesn't mean that you have to necessarily take their bullshit when they start spouting it. So, keep that in mind. And uh, also, for all you guys out there, please, pretty please, make sure you know exactly where you are putting your penis.
4: Oh, good lord. I have to. See? (laughs) All right. Don't save penis
6: in this house!
11: <laughs> yeah We are looking at the death of comedy. <laughs> oh
10: no, no, no! Oh no! 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 Not that! <laughs> I'm going to turn it to George C. Scott in hardcore, just like squirming and yelling. Turn it off! Okay.
4: Yeah, <laughs> I I I don't have time to actually get that clip back in. I have zero seconds. Zero. Zero. What a piece of garbage he is. <laughs> Thankfully, we haven't heard that much from uh, uh, Rudy Patootty. But but no, thank you, Clint, for uh, joining us for this hour. That was a lot of fun. Sure thing. And uh, all right, so uh, Joe, I'll let you go next because you know you had the best parting shot of all last Friday with the rupee rat. It needed more time. We need to talk about rupee rat every show. I think. Uh, yeah, so, we, we will. We, we will. need to write and, some uh, fan. I think
3: his funeral is coming up. Maybe we can oh. talk about that. Yeah, yeah, oh, or ri-
4: we could write some fanfic about it too. You know,
3: that's right. We can. <laughs> would
4: you Would you like to? Uh, make a Mad uh, would you like to find uh, Rupee Rat's obituary uh, notice for us for uh, Friday?
3: I'll give it a shot.
4: I think you could probably <laughs> find it somewhere out there.
3: It's somewhere
4: after you write it. <laughs> uh, <Intense. laughs> that's why i had the dream about killing the rat climbing through the window oh my that's god full that's circle it and it's gonna you are not gonna, gonna get my rupees rat smash yes so all right uh, joe <laughs> i don't want
3: to write the obituary till i contact his next of kin
4: oh okay so, um,
3: that makes sense. i don't think they've released his name yet
4: no no well um you know no
3: uh, well, I think, uh, I think
4: it was Paul. So, huh? I think it was Paul. Paul
3: oh, or Jeff? Paul the rest,
4: Jeff, maybe.
3: <laughs> I think his last
4: name was Pack. Um, Could have been Doug. Doug, no, last uh, name Pack.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
4: All right, go
3: ahead, go ahead. Yeah, condolences to the whole Pack family. Uh, well, well, um. This is not Andy Borowitz, but Sarah Sanders, because she didn't get her her cheese plate, she's now going to get Secret Service protection. God damn
0: it. <sighs>
3: yes. Yep, they're going to give her Secret Service so she can't be kicked out of restaurants anymore. And she'll be able to complete her cheese plate. Yep. Yep. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. They won't say how long she's going to have it. But at taxpayer expense, we will have Secret Service agents protecting her cheese plate. Mm-hmm.
0: Bullshit.
5: Okay. God damn it. Anyway, Stop it.
4: So, uh, but uh, yeah, that that, that is, that is some, some major bullshit. But yeah, and Michelle yes. in South Florida says, I'm pretty sure the rat's name was Kevin. I think she's probably right. Kevin or Doug? for sure. Um, or Todd. Evan. Uh, so oh, no. But yeah, all right. Thanks for that, Joe. Uh, uh and of course, uh coming up Tim Coramel show, uh 10:15, uh mere 9 minutes away. Uh you want to give a little bit of a tease for the clown car? Well, uh th- th- Trump uncovered a uh,
3: uh, a big industry that uh, the clown car uh, personnel said uh, we're entrepreneurs we could do that so we're going to start smuggling co- shoes into canada
4: oh that's right i'm looking forward yes. to this this is going to be yes. good this is going to be good we
3: will we will, and in fact cleveland's one of our launching points
4: oh oh you know what i will be your number one sales rep uh, all could the way you? yeah <laughs> oh, yeah good. yeah i got nothing no. else going on well, also, you, canada. you have to walk into canada
3: with the shoes
4: sure sure and probably stick yeah. a couple up my wing wang and hoo-ha so
3: no no you put them on your feet no okay you squeak your way past the border
4: how many pairs at once do i start with like my size and then work up a size by putting on you, you know wear, so. like
3: a slipper and a boot over the slipper you oh. can get two pairs at once
4: gotcha gotcha all right very good tim carmel show coming up in uh just a few minutes here um, and if you uh, are a podcast listener, go to com and subscribe. Stitcher, iTunes, all that fun shit. And uh, Rain, last but not least, you get the, the final word.
5: I, I kind of feel like, you know what? I don't remember us being called uncivil when we called out Abu Ghraib and when we called out Black Sites and when mm-hmm. we called out Gitmo. So fuck everybody who tells us that we need to be civil. Fuck them all. Because if you go back and you take a look again, in the 1930s, the New York Times they focused on a particular fellow who was a Quaker who said that uh, we need to have we need to show some more goodwill by Jews for the Nazis. Oh. And um, I, I like I said earlier in the show, we can, we can be uncivil and protest and not be racist and nasty and, and anti Semitic. So yeah. go out there and be uncivil and do it without being anti, you know, do it without being racist and, and anti Semitic. We're, we're at a tipping point. I really feel like this. We're at a tipping point, and um, fuck everybody who supports Trump.
4: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. You, you want us to be civil? It comes at a price, and that means you have to be civil, too, you dirty motherfuckers. Um, but uh, on that note, we probably should uh, wrap things up. Um, uh, I'm not sure exactly what's going on on the show this Friday. Um, hopefully, we'll have Rupi Rat's obituary. And maybe we'll do a little bit more of a deep dive uh, into uh, about how we were told to be civil in the '30s, I can't as well. Believe
5: I missed that.
4: Oh, it was so good! It was so good.
5: But I, you got you got some really of it great today time with my sister. Yeah. But I missed you guys.
4: No, no, it's okay. But no, I'm saying you got a little bit of it tonight, so that's why I said it bared repeating for you. Uh, and of course, Clintster for being our special guest. Um, but yeah, so we we got to wrap things up right now and um we will see everybody uh on friday and of course uh don't forget we have our pod Luck podcast coming up where we're going to talk about summer recipes for all y'all and uh lots of other big things in the works here on indie media weekly and um yeah that's all we got for tonight so see you in the funny papers That's it. Over and out. Rock and roll. God bless America.
0: Time for go to bed. I'm finished.
7: Goodbye.
10: We now conclude broadcast activities. On behalf of the management and staff, we wish you a pleasant good night.
1: Well, Thank you. you. Good night, Lawrence. <laughs> That's it. Woo! <laughs> he couldn't
2: even say Nazi.
1: He won't say Norval. No, the No, of no, the